0: Hey guys, here we are back at it for another rousing episode of the Brew Chat Podcast. Got a good episode for you coming down the pipe, but uh, not done one of these separate intros in a while, so I decided I would do this because, as I'm sure you're aware, there uh, there was no episode on time this week, and that's because this week has been full. You know, you've heard of heard of everybody's good friend Murphy and his law. Well, that's what this week has been for yours truly, good old good old me, good old Tanner. It, uh, it's been a tumultuous week around these parts, and as such, I didn't quite have time to get the podcast episode thrown together. I also couldn't get it uploaded because my internet died. So uh, apparently there was a connector on the side of my building that went bad. It got super corroded, and it was causing my internet to go off and on until it just went off and never on again. So there was that, but uh, yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about it here, especially... You have to miss doing these extra intros. I kind of look at these like it's my own little separate podcast almost, and I get to throw it in front of, front of the main episode. So uh, so yeah, the other, the other morning, I get home, or I, I get up, and uh, my smoke alarm's going off. There's no fire, but it's just doing that really loud, obnoxious beeping that it does when the battery goes dead, which I guess is ultimately good, because to be honest, I live in a really old apartment building in an old apartment from the 20s. And uh, I honestly didn't quite know even if the smoke detectors did work. So I guess that's good that they do. Didn't really enjoy having to deal with that in the morning. So whatever, I was like, uh, it was irritating me. So I was like, nah, I can fight through it. I can get my coffee down and then I can deal with this problem today. Not to mention I had a ton of work that I actually needed to get done on this particular day. Like editing the podcast, editing some content for a couple clients, editing some photos, I had quite a bit of work I needed to get done, none of which got done because it was a day just built upon, let's put out fires, let's do that, oh, you're dealing with this problem, here's another, and another, so anyway, I didn't even get to enjoy my coffee, it starts irritating me so much, so I was like, whatever, screw it, I'll run to the store, which I also, I was up early, I had to wait until 9 o'clock for a store to open that would have batteries. So, so, run right down the street. You know, I, I head right down to that Family Dollar that's right there next to Taco Sita Go in, get me a nine volt battery, because why smoke detectors don't operate on double A's like everything else these days? Uh, don't know, but they operate on nine volts, so I had to go get me a nine volt battery, because the one I had, I, which I had one, in that that junk drawer in the kitchen that everybody's got. I had some nine volts in there. I had a pack of two, just because I figured one day this smoke alarm's gonna go out. I'll have these nine volts for such an occasion. Well, they had been in there so long. I don't even remember when I bought those. Like I've been in this apartment, this is my sixth year. So who knows how old these batteries were? Well, they were dead, dead on arrival. So had to go get a new battery. Well, on the way back, from getting said battery, my cars or my truck starts sputtering, acting real strange. Okay, that's not good. Start, it's almost like the, uh, like it's like trying to die, like almost like it's out of gas, but there was gas in it. So, uh, get it back to my place. I was like, okay, that's weird. Uh, once I get it back to my place, it's making kind of a boiling sound coming out from under the hood. So I pop the hood, look into that, and For those of you that don't know a lot about cars there's you know there's liquid in your radiator there's coolant in there it's normally like a like a fluorescent green or a fluorescent blue sometimes a weird orange color just depends on the make and model of your car there's supposed to be coolant in there i'll tell you what's not supposed to be in your radiator a dirty lotion uh mayonnaise looking viscous cream liquid that's exactly what's not supposed to be in your radiator. No, no, my car was oozing as if it was a uh, decapitated cyborg from the Alien franchise, just oozing white goo and bleeding. And it was coughing, it was just like, <laughs> you know, it was like, hang in there, buddy, you're gonna make it, just cough it up, get it out, it's better out than in, better out than in. So at this point, I was like, okay, no idea what this creamy liquid Bubbling out of my radiator is, so I decide like, okay, I'll go upstairs. I've got to edit the podcast and stuff later. I'll go upstairs. I'll uh, get on get on the interwebs. I'll investigate what this this mayonnaise liquid coming out of my radiator is. And uh, yeah, I'll I'll make my first. I'll make a good educated move based on that. So, go into my apartment. Hop on the computer. Start uh, googling causes. Well, I first start looking like maybe what this liquid could be. I'd, I've never seen a liquid like this come out of a car, so I had no idea what it was. Start Googling, the internet goes down. It goes right on down, which is a major bummer because I'm trying to diagnose a problem with my truck and I've got a lot of work to do later this particular day. That all requires the internet for me to connect various servers, for me to send clients their photos or their logos whatever they're working on I can't do that with no internet and because what I do requires a certain amount of computing power I've got a desktop so I can't necessarily just load it up and take it to a Starbucks and work I can't really do that so that was a major buzzkill so after this I decided I was like I don't know what's going on so I decided I was gonna take my truck to my mechanic Uh, I've got a guy that just handles my truck stuff, so out at Firestone. So, let my truck cool down. I put some water in the radiator. I'm like, okay, I'll let it cool down, put some water in there. I'll drive it to Firestone, which is all around probably about a five mile journey for me. And uh, I don't even get halfway there. It starts overheating and steaming again, just steam billowing out from under the hood of my truck. So I pull over, I was right there. I believe it was Hamill Road at the, uh, the intersection of Hamel and Hickson and Pike right there. And shout out to the physician's care that's over there. Big shout out to them. I don't know necessarily what uh, they're doing in there. It seemed like a place where once you get a little older in life and you've got ailments, you go, it's not necessarily like a regular doctor's office. What do I know? But they allowed me to wait in their waiting room, allowed me to cool off in this hot weather while my truck cooled off. Not only that, they allowed me to charge my phone. They gave me some water. Like, they gave my truck some water. It, nice people over there. Nice people. They were more than happy to have me. I appreciate it. Super appreciate it. So, put some water in my truck. From there, made it the other halfway of the drive to the Firestone Bridgestone place. And it started steaming like as I creamed into the parking lot. Well, my truck was creaming, not me. And get there. They talked to it. Find out that evidently with nissan frontiers it filters the transmission fluid through the radiator for cooling purposes and somewhere in that delineation of liquids a crack had formed in said radiator so my radiator was basically sucking transmission fluid basically threw a straw straight into itself, which actually answers a lot of questions that uh, my transmission in my truck has been acting a little funny recently. So it actually solves those issues because my radiator was sucking at drive transmission fluid. It had no lubricant in there. So that makes perfect sense for that. And here I am a couple days later with the podcast coming late. I'm recording this on Saturday, which I guess I could have still recorded, but I was bummed out, man. I don't like... I mean, I'm okay dealing with problems, and life throws you curveballs all the time. But generally, I've got my shit together enough to where when a throwball gets thrown at me, it's not that big of a hit. And all in all, like, my truck's not that big of a hit. I mean, it's first world problems. It's, you know, it's first world problems. It's not that big of a deal. It's going to get worked on. It's going to cost me a little money. And my internet got fixed for free. So, all in all, problems taken care of. It just was kind of a major hiccup for about two or three days, and I still don't have my truck back. I'm working on some transportation currently, seeing what I can do with that, so I'm not just wasting a bunch of money on Uber all around town. And uh, so, yeah, if anybody's looking to drive Miss Daisy around, let me know, because I'm going to need a driver for, like, the next week or so. But, yeah, other than that, everything's handled, and uh, the takeaway from this, you know, you probably don't care about this long-winded story about my truck messing up. But the takeaway from this is be positive, people. I'm trying to be positive through this. It was irritating. I just bought this truck, so that's irritating. Doubly irritating, actually. But the takeaway is I was down in Atlanta two weekends ago shooting photos for a film festival. Thank God this did not happen in Atlanta. Thank God that it happened five minutes from my house. So I was able to get it back to my house, assess the situation, or to my best of ability without internet. But... Yeah, so thankful for that. I went camping last weekend. Thankfully, it didn't happen while I was camping. So, glass half full, people. Try to be glass half full. It does nothing but pay off. And uh, being a negative Nancy never pays off, ever. It's a self fulfilling prophecy. So, glass half full here. I'm very thankful and lucky that this did not happen to me in Atlanta. Very thankful and lucky it did not happen while camping. And uh, so, yeah. Waiting to hear back from Nissan. Just had it towed down to the Nissan dealership to see what they can do about it. And uh, so, yeah, waiting to hear back on that. And, uh, yeah, so that's my long-winded story of why this podcast is late. I figure if it's going to be late, I'll at least try to give you a good reason why. And uh, Which sucks because I was very excited to get this episode out as quickly as possible. And you notice we didn't live stream last week. That's because we were having a little hiccup with our sound coming across our live stream. So I just opted. Let's uh, just record it. And then I'll upload the video later, which should be later this week. I've got to go through and tweak some things on it. But you're getting the audio episode. And congrats to you guys that actually subscribe and download this regularly. Because that means you get this shit. You don't get to miss out on it. Where other people that just may watch the video, they're sitting around like a bunch of ducks on a log. Wondering where exactly the podcast is at. Where it's been automatically downloaded straight to your phone, iTunes, or wherever your podcasts are sold. So, anyway, like I said, I'm very excited about this episode. We've got a. Uh, we introduced our movie guy a couple weeks back, good old Scott. He's coming by. This is uh, kind of his monthly swing by to talk to us all about Comic Con. Comic Con just happened, so Scott's coming by. He's going to tell us all the things that happened with that. There's lots of Marvel news. They announced Blade, Black Widow movie. There's a little news on the Fantastic Four and the X Men. Uh, they announced a new Thor movie. New Doctor Strange WandaVision The Eternals Falcon Winter So You name it They announced it It's all there There's a new Top Gun sequel That they debuted a trailer We talked about the Game of Thrones panel And what sort of Just It was a mess Complete mess There's a new Star Trek trailer For the Star Trek Picard show And I'm not even a huge Trekkie And it's kind of got me into it a little bit But also Scott and I last week Went and saw Once Upon a Time In Hollywood Which has quickly become I believe My favorite Tarantino movie which, that's a bold statement, which, you know, my rankings, it's always been Pulp Fiction number one for me. Pulp Fiction number one. And then on top of that, it, it's the top three besides Pulp Fiction are kind of muddled to me. Like, there's not really one above all. It's just like my top four favorites. And that would be Pulp Fiction number one. And then the last, the other three, you got uh, Django Unchained. Glorious Bastards, The Hateful Eight. Love all those movies. But this movie, and it it may just be because I'm such a fan of old Hollywood and movies and things like that, but this movie has quickly worked its way up to number one for me. Right above Pulp Fiction. It is an amazing movie, and we review that a little bit. So that's good. We went and saw that. We're talking about Comic-Con, talking about uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We got Jared back this episode. We're talking all about all sorts of fun nerd and movie shit. And then we're also drinking some tasty, tasty beers as usual, which perfect segue right here that we got from Riverside Wine and Spirits. Right there on Manufacturers Road, you can find them every Friday and Saturday, four to six, they're doing their growler promos on the Fridays. And on the Saturdays, they're doing wine promos. And typically they double those up where they've got a rum tasting, a whiskey tasting, a cheese tasting, something like that going on down there. So you can get down there, taste a bunch of stuff, learn about it from the reps, and then you can get a little bit of a discount on a growler fill, I believe it's 10%, which basically covers tax people, so it's a good deal. And you can also go find us on the Hopped Up Network at network.com and then at brewchat.com across the board. It's brewchat, two words, two T's, unless you're typing in a URL bar, and there's just one big word with dot com on the end. And uh, but yeah, go like, link, subscribe, you can find us on YouTube, Twitch, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, you name it, we got it, people. But uh, yeah, I'm going to quit rambling here. This has been a little long winded, so I'm going to hit the ignition switch. Let's pour some beers and let's get into this with our Comic-Con talk in episode 203.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for being so crass and interrupting that. Uh, I, I'm sure that took you like several hours to compose. Like there, there's a lot of. sound Oh, effects I didn't going compose that. No, there are a lot yeah. of sound effects going it's on. It's kind,
0: it's kind of an ongoing work in progress. Is I've got the dial-up modem sound in there. I've got the Millennium Falcon, and then I've got some random shit like a microwave or some just random. Sounds to make it sound like a spaceship. But I mean, you anyway. know,
1: yeah, I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, man. Yeah. Like you know, like oh, the blood, the sweat, and the tears that yeah. go into this podcast. Even something so innocuous as a theme song. This man, this man does it all. It's true. Why? Why? Like you ladies, gotta quit ladies the
0: table, though. Sorry, <laughs> ladies. It's ladies. what those robust arms are for on those glorious uh, chairs. You know, raise it on up. I don't want to. Pound yeah, away. Yeah. yeah. Pound they're, it out. They're good arms.
1: They are good there are yeah. arms.
0: Good arms. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so for those of those, or those of you listening, this is not a live episode, so you didn't miss anything. we have a couple technical issues. I should have probably put out, like, a message so people aren't just waiting on us, but whatever. Um, yeah, we're having a couple technical issues. Rowdy Randy is not with us for this episode. And uh, so, yeah, recording, talking about Comic-Con, there's a lot of stuff we've got to break down, but uh, let's talk about this beer first. And uh, before we get into Comic-Con, I want to talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. I yeah. can't wait for that. That's going to be... Hard. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Scott and I went and saw that, I guess, last Thursday, I guess. Time bleeds together. It's a construct,
1: yeah. man. It doesn't matter. We saw it. It's,
0: it's we'll all made. You. It's we'll, all made up in a flat we'll, circle.
1: We'll tell you all about it. The movie,
2: not time. It sounds really good.
0: Ooh, I we like could talk about time. Let's it's talk crazy. about this Mother Earth Cali creamin here, though. Well hello. It's creamin' and dreamin'. It is, it's pretty good. This is really good.
1: Um uh, one, one thing uh, if I can take a quick note about it, is the mouthfeel is insane on this thing. Like for and this is this is a cream ale. Um, yeah. typically mm-hmm. a cream ale is a bit of a nomenclature, like they're not actually meant to have cream or like, you know, any kind of thickness to them. They're basically just a lager. <laughs> Um, this has a really good mouthfeel I think that's attributing to the vanilla character that's in there yeah, there's uh, th-
2: vanilla tasting notes vanilla bean cool and crisp smooth finish
1: yeah that's that's an extremely apt um descriptor because uh this is really good for this is a and this is a summer drinking beer too it's mm-hmm. very clearly one if you can see it in the light man It is. it looks like something you could go off down on a hot day but it's yeah. it's got an excellent mouthfeel this is tasty yeah, one
0: you know jared you may not know but you're about to learn something about me i'm not a huge fan of nitro pours hmm. but this is something that i think would be very good on a nitro pour that I think you're right
1: yeah the yeah. vanilla is actually really adding a lot to it like the vanilla is extremely That vanilla is extremely- There's a lot of vanilla. Yeah, there's a lot of vanilla. So if you're not like big on vanilla, I absolutely love vanilla in beers, typically dark ones. But the fact that this works so well is kind of mind boggling, actually. You really don't get something um, like this and something that's as crisp and as clean as that is because uh, what's the ABV on that guy? 5%. Okay, yeah, 5%. Yeah, that seems like something I could crush on outside. Like, I'm not sure how he would taste, like, you know, like warming up or anything, but if you had him in a cooler or something, I think that would this be good. This is one really of the few guessing. lighter
0: beers that I've I've had that I think could make a pretty good beer float with some ice cream.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, and that's, re- yeah. and once again, i got to go back to that vanilla character that's very ever-present, but it is not intrusive at all. It's
2: cool and crisp with a smooth finish, would you say?
1: I mean, yeah, if we're just going to read off the can I'm emptying yeah. this can uh, into my so glass. So this is this is that's, an ale with natural flavor added. I mean, yep.
2: So it may um. not be vanilla bl- vanilla bean. They may have just added vanilla extract.
1: Honestly, that's what um, you know, uh, I am a homebrewer. I uh, I work over at Beverage World. Come and see us, please. Um, uh, and yeah, honestly what they might have done is add like vanilla like vanilla extract flavoring or something because that's what that honestly tastes like. Cuz I've had vanilla bean stouts. And uh, the fun thing about vanilla bean stouts or like vanilla bean in beer just in general is um, it's there, but it's a little more subdued. This guy is not what I would call subdued as far as the vanilla
0: character go. What do you guys think? I mean, the vanilla is definitely very, not subdued. It's exactly. very there. It's, it's
2: like, right yeah. up in there.
1: Exactly, like the vanilla bean, um, like when I've had beers with vanilla bean, it's there, but it's not like beat you over the head. Like you get to like ex- like accentuate the other aspects of that dark beer. Um, here it seems like the vanilla is the centerpiece, and then that like you know that mouthfeel, and then the crispness on the end.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's really
0: nice. It's really good. I did not expect this beer to be this good. Neither did I when I picked it up. Mother, Earth. I just never seen it before. Yeah, we've you? had
2: uh, we've had a couple other things from Mother Earth Brew Co. in Vista, California, and Nampa, Indiana. Sorry, Idaho.
1: Well, if they're half as good as this one, consider me a fan. Mm -hmm. I might uh, might see if we can uh, get some of this in the shop, man. This is good stuff. Yeah,
0: this is really good. Which also, I don't want to sleep. You brought these as (laughs) Mm sippers. These Patagonia Cervezas. That's right. It's a Pilsner, 5.4% ABV. I don't even know where this special Pilsner has a slightly sweet taste, golden color, and refreshing, crisp finish. Where the hell is this
2: from? Patagonia Cerveza. Fairfield, California, brewed in USA. And this one is in partnership with the National Forest Foundation, by a case, Plant a Tree. So, and yeah. something I'd like to point out is usually I don't like the special weird shaped, weird shaped bottles, but this one has like an, you can't really see it, but an ergonomic sort of neck that really fits your hand quite well. Mm. And it may also help with the pour. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I mean,
1: it's it's a very attractive bottle, I will say. Yeah, and the beer yeah, it doesn't actually, look like
0: it swirls or anything in there. No, yeah, no. it's just fancy.
2: But you know, it was like nine bucks, so not bad for a six pack of these guys. Check it out; it's pretty good beer. It's yeah, it's Absolutely it's a good beer. It's a good pilsner. Pretty damn good for a pilsner, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean,
1: like once again, easily crushable. I could drink. I could see myself drinking that by the pool, mm-hmm. or, you know, on the boat, what have you. It's it's a good outside beer.
0: So uh definitely These I'm going to pour us this bearded iris here. All right. And then uh, let's get into "Once Upon a time in Hollywood a little bit. Oh, yeah. So oh, God, tell yeah. me your initial. We went and saw it last Thursday. Tell me your initial thoughts. Uh, just encapsulate your initial thoughts while I'm pouring this.
1: So this is a long movie, and I feel like this is the Tarantino disclaimer. This one is not for everyone, but only because of the length, I feel like. Two hours and, like, 40 minutes. Yeah, it's It's, long. it's right. a commitment, but, it like, the fun thing about that is my initial impression is I want to get lost with these characters in this world. Tarantino was crafted, like, his version of, um, you know, Hollywood in the dying golden age is, like, that new film is coming in because it takes place in 1969, and the love of this era is all over the place just from a visual standpoint and style. The story almost feels... The story almost feels like tertiary compared to the actual setting itself. You just follow these two guys like there are other characters, but you just follow these two guys as they go on this adventure in like this weird Tarantino version of 1969's Hollywood. And it's so, so fun. Like the story isn't even like the story's great, but it it feels less important than the actual setting like the character interactions with the setting is what I think really sells this film. And you're saying
2: like the, the background is really the main character. No, yeah, no, but Ho- Hollywood, Hollywood for sure is, is like is the its main main own character, character is its own character. This, uh, yeah. The best
1: way I can describe this film, like in, in a nutshell is if Tarantino um, really wanted to do a Coen brothers film meets kind of the pacing of straw dogs. It's Tarantino meets the Coen brothers meets Sam Peckinpah. It's beautiful. It's great. Uh, I and I, I, love the film. Like that's my initial impression. I loved this movie. I rank it up. It's, I, I might have to see it again, but it's almost certainly
0: one of his best. No, it's, uh, it's definitely quickly become my favorite. I want to see it again. And, uh, previous to this, my favorite was Pulp Fiction. I mean, you know, it's this to beat be, it's, Pulp Fiction for me.
1: It's tough to beat the champ. Like, Pulp Fiction to me. Like I remember, I remember being 11 years old, watching Pulp Fiction for the first time. Maybe I was too young, but I, I watched that <laughs> film I can't tell you how many times over that. I rented it on a lark when I was a kid, and I watched that film so many times over that weekend. And for the longest time, it's been one of my favorite Tarantino films. This is every bit as good as Inglorious Bastards. I think this is every bit as good as Pulp Fiction. Is it better? I'm still yes. not sure, but I.
0: Th- yes. <laughs> We'll
1: get I into that. So. We'll get that in a second. So, so. so
2: for the record, I haven't seen it, but I understand that there are going to be spoilers. So that's,
0: well, that's, there's that's not really cool. anything that I could spoil. No, the last of four, I mean, you know the story. It's about, uh, like, t- it ends with the Manson family murders of... Um, Sharon Tate and Sharon all Sharon Tate, her yeah, and all her friends. But because of... What? What's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio's character?
1: Um, oh God! Now I'm I'm drawing. Cliff
0: Booth was Brad Pitt's Cliff Booth stunt was guy. Um, but because Rick, Rick
1: Dalton, Rick, Rick Dalton, fucking Dalton, because
0: Rick fucking Dalton and Cliff Booth exists, it changes history a little bit because they're neighbors to Sharon Tate and Roman Polanski. So
1: Tarantino loves uh, doing this in their period pieces. And for the longest time, like, you know, you're, you're engrossed. You like the story. You like the characters. You love the setting. And then the last 15 or 20 minutes happens. And, um, I'm a true crime nerd. So I, you know, and getting into that, I, I, I've researched the Charles Manson, Sharon Tate murders. Um, there comes a moment where they're in, like, where the Manson family is in the car, and all of a sudden, like, first of all, there aren't as many people as there were that night. Secondly, all of a sudden, they're just like, wait, what if we killed this guy instead? I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. This is Tarantino, like, changing uh, yeah. changing the timeline, because he did that with Inglorious Bastards. Hitler right. didn't die in 1944 in a movie theater, although that would have been dope. Right. Um, like... You know, so it's like, yeah, let's, let's just change it a little bit. And, oh, it, it, it's so sublime because, like, like I said, like it's the Straw Dogs effect where it's like nothing's really happening for two and a half hours, but you don't care because you love these characters and then you love this setting so much. And then all of a sudden there's just like this boom explosion of intense violence, and it's awesome for like the last five, ten minutes, and it's so good.
0: Well, it's um, kind of like you're watching like orbital bodies rot- or like celestial bodies orbit something. And you slowly, as you get to the two-hour and 40-minute mark, mm-hmm. you watch certain variables start to come a little bit closer together. You're like, okay, there's something coming together here. Like you start seeing how Sharon Tate comes into the fold. You start seeing how Cliff Booth comes into the fold. And But up until then, you're just meandering through this really cool 1969 or whatever era it was, uh, whatever year it was.
1: Yeah, I mean, we can talk and, about... And
0: you're just enjoying it. Like y-
1: You really are. Like, uh, like, what sells the film is the dynamic between Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Cliff Booth and Rick Dalton are probably my two favorite buddy people in mm-hmm. any kind of movie because they work so well off of one another. Um, Rick Dalton's this now as the story takes place is like this now down and out, like old Western television star. Who's like trying to like still make a go of like being in Hollywood and whatnot. And he's getting like bit parts and maybe he's even like getting to play the villain in certain things, but like he's not really doing cliff booth on the other hand, is this really
3: shady. He has, he's a a badass. He's a badass, but he's he's got got like
0: this Holly and you got to think too, this is in a world before Twitter, before social media, the internet or any sort of mass media the way we know it today. Yeah. And so this is a character who just has this Hollywood legend of a badass. I don't know. I kind of look at it like he's a fucking superhero because, in in a, in his own way, because he's got this legend. I mean, maybe hero is the wrong term because oh, I mean, he's kind of okay, got an OJ so situation he's where
1: almost he's kind of, yeah.
0: He's kind of, uh, and it's never revealed in the movie, but there's this legend. It's like, oh, his wife died while they were on, he out killed, boating. He, he, he killed his wife. He got, and and like, he got away well, with he, it. And he, he killed got, her and he it, got away with it. Yeah, he got away yeah. with it.
1: And that's the whole point because like, it, it, it's kind of like, okay, Rick Dalton, you, you know, pretty decent actor. Like, you even get to see like him like, bust smacking chops throughout the film, which is really great. I'll get into that in a second. Um, but uh, his Cliff Booth is a stunt double. And he's kind of like this like weird hanger on that like kind of has this aura of mystery about him. And like no one's really quite sure what it is. But I mean, uh, it, he's such a fun character because it's like, oh, he's really amiable until he's not. Then, when he mm-hmm. becomes when he becomes unhinged or like when somebody like challenges him or like pisses him off. Oh, no, 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 no. And they they establish this. It's um like and one of the things I love about this film is because it is so long you can establish things like uh, Tarantino not only tells he shows. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, am a big proponent of showing, not telling, but in this case it works. Okay. For instance, like, uh, Bruce Lee, like they do the flashback to the green Hornet episode and, um, like Cliff Booth being, you know, DiCaprio's stunt double is like, you know, like waiting for Bruce Lee to finish his scene. Uh, they, they get into it a little bit. And so Bruce Lee challenges him to a fist fight.
0: Wait, hang on. Let me interject here. That was supposed to be on the green Hornet set. I mean, yeah, they, I,
1: it's confusing. I can
0: understand why. But, like, I mean, okay, yeah, okay. It, it's well, that's another layer because Bruce Lee played Cato, yeah. right? Yes, that's, that's, true. that's the whole thing. Like, okay, I thought he was just calling him that and being kind of racist. So oh. that kind of changes the scene for me a little bit. Okay, I thought he was just calling Bruce Lee as, like, oh, you're Asian. And because at the time, somebody in pop culture would have been Asian well, in a yeah. mainstream show of Green Hornet. And he's like, all right, look, Kato, you know. And- yeah.
1: And at first I was a, I was a little jarred. i like, "But well, no, you know, that makes actually, sense. He that's wasn't actually being Bruce racist. Lee. He's playing. was not being racist. He was just like, yeah, OK, Kato, like, should, what would yeah. he got? And so, like, yeah, you know, and it show and like it shows the scene where, like, you know, he challenges Bruce Lee to a fight. And of course, Bruce Lee, like, does that flashy kick. He's Bruce Lee knocks him down once. It's like, all right, try that shit again. Throws him down. The other one for one. Like so then they start going at it and like he's he's not beating him, but he's blocking him. Yeah. And like, you know, keeping up with Bruce Lee. So I would
0: argue he was winning the fight. I maybe he I did, would did, argue he he's did, winning did a the car fight. with Bruce Lee. Dude, when he threw okay. him in he, <laughs> Bruce Lee like runs and kicks the shit out of out of Cliff and you're like, Okay, it is Bruce Lee. So that was expected. <laughs> but then Cliff stands up, and it's like, try that again. And Bruce Lee comes at him with the exact same kick and he just grabs it by the leg and throws him into a car <laughs> and it dents the shit out of it. I mean, it's oh like almost a superhero level throw. Who, well, did no. they, who did they have playing
1: Bruce Lee? Uh, it's this guy named Mike Moe who's actually played Bruce Lee before in another yeah. film.
0: He was also in that terrible inhuman show. Uh, We don't talk. Let's
1: not talk about that. Hi. No, no, no. no. But he was really good at it.
0: He was really good at it. Yes. Yeah. He was was good good. at it. But yeah, apparently this guy, he just runs a dojo up in like Montana or somewhere. And he acts
2: to just like, he's just
0: a family then. guy that runs a dojo and he acts a little bit.
2: Cause he looks like Bruce Lee. And, yeah. And, and like, he can oh do God. an
0: impeccable Bruce Lee impression. Oh that's like great. that's kind you know, of you know, why he has branded himself. No, and that's the,
1: his, his monologue before like he and Cliff get into it is great. It's like, yeah, he's like, he's like espousing, like, you know, like, like his way of martial arts. <laughs> and like, he's like talking about Joe Lewis and boxing and stuff, which is like, like, it, it's such a good monologue that. I'm like okay yeah this guy sells
0: Bruce Lee really well. What Bruce Lee had a really distinct way of talking. He did. He did. Like, like he had an accent, but it was such a distinct. It wasn't like a chi- yeah. typical Chinese accent, and he nails it. He
1: does, and he, he nails it, it. He nails it as Bruce Lee. Um, the I like. I'm trying to level any complaints about this film aside from the length. I've gotten which, none. Which I would love. This I don't movie. Even, I, just, I don't even hate the length of it because it's. You I know, love just Every find it bit. fascinating
2: that this person who looks and can sound exactly like Bruce Lee can also act. Yeah. Like it's. No, and he, and no, he, he looks,
1: looks like, he, like he's built like a brick shit house. He's like cutting and and he, like a diamond. Yeah, and just, yeah. And he, he's he looks a, great.
2: Yeah. And then he knows,
0: you know. No, if Kung they don't Fu get, that, if they stuff, don't get whatever, that guy, this jumping head a little bit, run. and I don't want to touch on it, but just to put a pin in this Shang Chi was announced at Comic Con, and if they don't get this fucking guy to play Shang Chi. I don't know what I'm. I'm gonna fucking I'm lose it. I'm not sure. I so, putting yet. a pen in that. Putting a pen in that. Mm. Back to uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Can though. Can we get to uh, this beer
2: real quick? Have you guys tried this? Uh, here? I've sipped on a
0: little bit. That's not bad for a hazy IPA. It's eight percent. It's very brunchy. It does not t- taste like eight percent. No, I want some orange juice in it, and I want some eggs Benedict. The awesome I can, blossom double IPA. That's
1: it's it's like drinking it's like drinking juice. Honestly, it's very nice.
0: It goes down pretty smooth.
1: No, what's a what what are those hops I'm tasting? Like usually bearded
0: iris does us? a good job of listing that. What does that say? Zappa? That's
2: tough. It's Jeez. on that weirdo background.
0: Zappa, Denali, and Citra.
1: Okay, I'm smelling right. I'm, the Citra. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm tasting the Citra too. Maybe um, the Denali, I don't I'm not
1: familiar I'm not s- with Zappa too much. Me neither. It like although it's really pleasant, it almost gives off a galaxy vibe, honestly.
2: It smells a little boozy. Kind of like, I can vodka. S-
1: I can see this warmed <laughs> gin, up. It maybe. would be very boozy, but right now it's like I think the hops are masking it really well, and it's it it's very nice on the tongue. Like if you guys like China mm. swirled in the mouth. No, I like bit, it. Yeah, it's really good.
0: I get a lot of the citra. I don't it know is. if I'm getting the zappa because I'm. I don't want to claim that I am be full of shit because. I don't know what Zappa smells like.
1: I honestly couldn't tell you what Zappa. I, I, it, I Literally what I do for a living. I don't living, know if I've ever have, had those hops. I No, literally what I do for a living. First time I've ever heard of these. Maybe uh-huh. I'm bad at my job. I'm probably bad at my <laughs> job. Too busy
2: watching movies.
0: I mean, pay me. I'm good <laughs> at that. Do you guys get the uh, reference here, though? Awesome Blossom. Awesome Blossom. Uh, it sounds so familiar. Chili's is the, is the p- new place for business. Oh really? It's an office reference, and
1: on
3: the oh bottom, that explains that explains And on the bottom it. it
0: says "Chili's is where business happens."
3: <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Is
1: it on the bottom of the can? Yeah,
2: yeah. I love it when breweries Stamped do. I love there, it when yeah.
1: breweries do that. Um, one, uh, like there was this uh, stout some time ago by Orpheus. They, it was called the Tin Cup Stout. They had to change mm-hmm. it because of a lawsuit, um, and they haven't come out with it since. And the last run we got at the store, like, they left a little message underneath, and it said, good night, sweet prince, because <laughs> that was it for it. And I'm like, oh, man. And that was such a good session stout. It didn't taste like a session stout. That's out. so good. But, yeah, uh, I love it when breweries, like, do that, like, on a can. I stuff. do, too. It's so yeah. great.
0: Yeah. Back to uh, Once Upon a Time, though.
2: Yeah, I'm yeah, trying to. This. About this movie.
0: Is, is, is there been a movie, because I love the bromance between, like, Cliff and, uh, Whatever his name. Rick Dalton. What, Rick Dalton. And see, and see, this is the I one love thing. that Rick bromance. Dalton. Like, it was seriously one of the best. I mean, I would hearken it back to, like, it was a good, like, repartee on par with Kiss Kiss Bang Bangs, Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. Like, it was, like, it's just a good repartee they, and a good foil to each other. Like, really solid. I touch, have they been in a movie together before? I don't know. I was sitting here racking my brain, being like, have they have... Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt have been in a movie together. Maybe. Definitely not opposite each other the way they
1: Maybe a long time ago, but I honestly am hard-pressed to think about that. But they did so well together that I would love to see. I would honestly love to see a sequel of, like, Rick Dalton and, like, you know, uh, Cliff Booth taking on the 70s.
0: Tarantino said he's not opposed to producing a few of the episodes of Rick Dalton. Bounty Law.
1: Please, God. Bounty please. Law Well that, that, bounty was law. His, that, that was his that was his she, show. Yeah. The show. <laughs> that, that was his show. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, God. And uh, unfortunately Tanner walked out. Like, stay for the credits when you like like if I had to happen.
0: piss, man.
1: Yeah, it's a long movie. I understand. Like I stayed for the credits, I'm like, oh nothing's gonna happen. And then Rick Dalton in full Bounty Law Regalia like as though doing an advertisement for his show in the mid fifties, start shilling for red apple cigarettes for like a
2: minute and a half. <laughs> and it's awesome. Oh, they did that kind of thing. That's no, it's guessing. so
1: good because it's just like, it's just like at the very, it's just like at the very end, it's like, now just look for, now just look for this cutout of me, like Rick Dalton, bounty law. And like, he does like the thing. It's like a sign up, It's like, all right, it's like, who fucking monitors this shit? I've got a fucking double chin. <laughs> and like, he's like, you know, he's like going off and like, these fucking things taste like shit. <laughs> I throw down. It's, it's awesome. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to think of a part of this film, like, like a complaint with this movie. Cause it's not, it's not perfect. I'm just trying to figure out.
0: I really don't have one. I love that. Movie. I
1: do. I feel like Margot Robbie didn't have much to do. And maybe that's kind of the point because it's a very famous murder case. And you're thinking like, okay, when are we going to get to the murder? When are we going to get the murder? Oh, here we go. Ramping up the tension. Maybe that's kind of the whole point. She did well for what she was given, but really, eh. Also, um, there was a lot of talk beforehand about like the whole Charlie Manson stuff. Like it's like, oh yeah, he cast Charlie Manson. He's literally
0: in like one shot. He's literally in one scene. No, I wouldn't even consider it a scene. It's a shot. Well, no, okay. No, he goes up and talks to the house. Yeah, so goes, it's one scene. I would say it's one yeah. scene
1: and like I mean he does well. I've seen that guy in other stuff. He's he played Creepy very well. I'm more excited for him to be in Mindhunter, which we'll talk about in a second. Season but, 2. Season 2, we're going to talk about that. Um, but real quick, um, very very short amount of time, which Tarantino does that, like the guy they got playing Winston Churchill was like, all right, bud, we're going to like, we're going to like, like get you, get you in there. And like Winston Churchill in Inglorious Bastards was what? 30 seconds?
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah, said two lines,
1: said like two lines. It was almost monosyllabic. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Tarantino loves doing that stuff, but I mean, you know, like. One, you talked
2: about, well, go ahead. So Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio were also together in The Departed. In 2006. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And The Audition in I, 2015. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Where was Brad Pitt in... Wait, Brad Pitt was in The Departed. The Departed. Uh, let's Where see.
1: Where was... Brad Pitt was in The Departed. Matt Damon was in The Departed. Matt
2: Damon was in The Departed. Uh, I no, Who, who was
1: the character Brad Pitt played in Departed? I'm confused now. I'm working on
2: that. I'm working huh. on that. Let's see. Was he... While well, 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 he's, he's working on deeper. that... He must
0: have been someone minor. Yeah, while well, he's working on that... Uh, you know, everybody's talking about Bruce Lee and the guy playing Charlie Manson, but the casting was on point across the board on this. Like Margaret Robbie did a great job, mm-hmm. and then they had Damian Lewis, which you've seen uh-huh. in uh, Homeland. You've seen him in Band of Brothers. They had him playing Steve McQueen. I and thought he did a great job. They had, who, who was uh, Timothy Oliphant playing? Oh, Timothy Oliphant
1: was playing.
0: He was a real dude, too.
1: yeah Yeah. he was uh god he was he was this western actor but he was like in this fictional movie and that's another uh that's another cool thing like uh one thing uh god who was luke luke perry playing luke perry's last role it was actually it was actually kind of sad because like you know he died from complications of like hip surgery we found out now like because of that seizure he had it was complications from like the uh, operation he had and um in the film He's walking with a cane.
0: Yeah. And
1: that was like, I, I picked up on that when I was watching the film. I'm like, I did oh. not even notice like that. Like, he, he was walking with a cane. And I'm like... Again, mm, that's why you're that's, our movie guy. I was like, oh, that's that's kind of sad. But it's Luke Perry's last role. And I was like, oh, man, Luke Perry. I like I like him in Riverdale. And when he died, I am ashamed to admit I did binge watch some key episodes of 90210. <laughs> and by key episodes, I mean, like, three full seasons. Um, so... <laughs> well... But um, I think everyone did their parts very well. But one thing I really want to talk about is the litany of references to every actor's background. Mm-hmm. Okay, for instance, uh, we just talked about Timothy Oliphant. Um, justified. Like, he was yeah. like, like his character in the movie or show he was filming was very much, you know, Raylan Givens. Like, it, there was a lot of Raylan Givens in that. Or, um, okay, there's this entire scene in that movie, which is really good. This shows how much of a actor, great actor Leo Dio is. Like, he's acting as Rick Dalton, acting as another character – On top of all this, so it's really, really cool. He's shooting this fake scene, and it's so the way it's shot and like the dialogue and the tone he's giving is so much like Calvin Candy from Django Unchained. It's insane, and but like it's almost like with a less good vibe. Like it's like like Rick Dalton's a good actor, but he's not Leonardo DiCaprio good. So like it's kind of like pairing. It's it's over the top, but it's.
0: I will say that like, and this is me really. Really digging for a complaint here Mm. is my one big complaint, if I'm gonna have one, which I don't. But if I've got to pick, go see this
1: movie. It's really is uh,
0: is that yeah, the acting that was portrayed in the '70s is not the caliber of acting that actually happened in the '70s.
1: We're talking about tele. We're talking about television acting.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it's just. But even with that, I don't give a fuck. I love this movie. Go see this movie. It's, check it go! Out. It, it's um, a fantastic movie. Another
1: another great. Reference. Don't drink before it. No, um, <laughs> no, do not. Uh, another great reference was uh, like when uh, Cliff Booth visits the Manson Ranch. Um, I think that's my favorite scene. That's honestly one of the best scenes because they like Tarantino basically just ripped off Guy Ritchie for five minutes. Because it's it's an entire oh, it's almost a mini reference to snatch like uh, he, uh, he he kicks the shit out of one of these hippies who are really unseemly. So you don't really care um, like uh, like fuck them. Um, he goes to punch a hippie and it's in slow motion and the guy's feet come off the ground. I'm just like this is totally from snatch. I love no,
0: it. Uh, I can't remember who said it, but never go to a second location with a hippie.
1: Never go to a second <laughs> location with a hippie.
0: And that's what Brad Pitt did. So don't do that.
1: All right. Yeah. Oh, Can we talk about Dakota
0: Fanning real fast before we sign off? Yeah.
1: I didn't realize that was her until Neither after. Did this I. movie
0: had everybody in it.
1: Bruce Stern was great right. as always. Um, but yeah, Dakota Fanning killed it. She, I didn't realize that was her. I was, in the, I was like, man, who's the girl that got playing
0: squeaky. And that I, was, yeah, that's a real person too. Yeah. No, she, she ended she's not up dead. trying to assassinate Ronald Reagan, Gerald Ford, Gerald Ford. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Real life is weird, but like no, she uh, like she's got the <laughs> die job on, and like like you know like you know uh, Tim's asleep. I fucked his brains out this morning, so like you know he's got to sleep before we watch TV. I like to watch TV with Tim. I'm like, oh okay, you're kind of like freaking me out. It was
2: written by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, it's it's such a good film. To see this movie. The, the only thing that I've I, I love Quentin Tarantino movies. I I have for you know since I've seen Pulp Fiction. We were talking about that kind of thing earlier. No, but. Uh, the way people speak in his movies, how you were saying they they tell, not show, it it's kind of been getting on my nerves lately. Hateful well, okay, eight, so Hateful like, Eight was real annoying kind of for me. Hateful Eight is a
1: very good film. It's a play. But it's better as a play. I think it would honestly be better as a play. Or, I could see it or as a, a mini series, which they broke up in Netflix with the extended version, and that's really, really good. I, th- I and like hateful late, go back and watch that again because it has the best character development of just about any film I've seen in the last 15 years, mainly because like, you know, Walton Goggins character has the most character development of any character mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Okay. Keep in mind, like Walton Goggins' character. You know who that is? It's uh, it's the young deputy they pick up, the okay, third guy they yeah. pick up. Yeah, um, he starts calling Samuel Jackson the N word at the start of the film. Yeah, at the very end of the film, he refers to Samuel Jackson's character, you know, as Major as Major Warren, and asks permission to shoot someone. He goes from being vehemently like a vehement racist to towards his character in, in Major three hours. Warren. Ma- Major yeah. Warren, I honorably ask you, how I can execute this man, like. That's character development. Yes, it took about three hours, and why was Channing Tatum there? But he was awesome, so you don't care. But, you know, it, it works better as a play, but it has some of the best character development in any fucking movie I've ever seen. So give another watch with new eyes. I, did, I wasn't
2: in love with it the but, very first time I saw but it. But either way, it's the, the way that people speak in his movies. and they, they, I they, they, like,
1: they, they speak like actors.
2: Yeah, a yeah. lot of them do. Yeah. Which, yeah. But, I mean... You know, that's just his style. I still like the yeah. movies and stuff. I'm still going to go see this one.
0: No, this is by far my favorite, and I love all of his movies. Um, Inglorious Bastards
2: is up there top. Yeah, I like Inglorious yeah, Bastards this, this a lot. This movie is
0: every bit as good, if I not I like better. Django. Yeah,
2: I like that one, too, a lot. I,
0: yeah, all of his movies are, I mean, he doesn't really have a bad one, in my opinion.
2: I didn't like Reservoir Dogs as much as everyone else did.
0: Yeah, same. It's one of my least favorites, but I get why it's such a big deal.
2: Yeah, and when it came out was you know before, and I didn't get the period. Yeah, I mean,
1: Dark Horse. uh, The Dark Horse favorite is uh, Jackie Brown. Um, Yeah, uh, Jackie Brown is a very underrated Tarantino film. Oh, that's true. That's true. It's so so good. I haven't seen that one in a very long time. Watch it again. It's really really
0: good. Now those his movies are great. Like there's not a
1: bad Tarantino if you if you have one like. Not so great Tarantino movie. It might be. It just might be um, uh, Death Proof. And even then, and I, I like Death Proof. I really I like, like Death, Death Proof too. Yeah. like I saw. I love the, Kurt Russell. I was on yeah, a, like, I was on a bender, and I went and saw Death Proof. Like I like. I don't know how I got to the theater. I don't know how I left, but I do remember Death Proof. Dude, Death Proof with Planet Terror. Uh, yes, like that double such feature was uh, so cool, cool. Experience no, and all those trailers in between, yeah, like yeah. oh god, grind, grindhouse Thanksgiving.
0: Like, oh, and then jumping on a
1: trampoline. Oh, ah, oh, it hurts so bad. And then no, they made don't. machete. Yeah, they made machete, or uh, or that us, uh, or that uh, Nicholas Frost, or not Nicholas Frost, Nick Frost, um, Edgar Wright like oh. trailer. Don't go in. <laughs> it's like that British haunted house movie from the seventies, and Simon begging Nick Frost, like it's like. Oh. <laughs>
0: Dude, yeah. It, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna end the discussion on this here because clearly we go on for a bit, and we've got bigger fish yeah, to fry we here. We should, but,
2: we should do a Tarantino show.
0: Yeah, we should, because this movie, it really was. Go see this movie. If you like Tarantino, you will like this movie. If you like film, you will like this movie. If you just like go it, fucking see it, it's a good time.
1: If you just like, you know, if you like the Coen brothers, go see this movie. If you just like movies, go see. I this think movie. I'm going to
0: take my dad to go see it just because <laughs> those are the movies. Like he's not a big Tarantino fan, but that's the era of movies that he grew up watching. Mm. And he's a big fan. Like he's always telling, he's like, you need to see this movie with Steve McQueen or whatever. I'm like, okay. And, uh, that's this era of movies. So that's a good point. Yeah, I think I'm going to take my dad to see it. It's not like a, any other Tarantino film. Like, It's mostly dialogue heavy. And I'm, I know I'm putting a pen in this and ending this conversation, but this is just like mm-hmm. my final statements here. It's, uh, like it, it's very Seinfeldian. Like, there's not a lot that happens at all. It's just kind of following Rick Dalton and Cliff mm-hmm. Booth through their day-to-day, and then the last 20 minutes some shit happens.
2: There's a word but, for that type of story, and I can't remember what it is. There's a, there's like, there's a word for a story where nothing actually happens. Yeah. And it just is. Is that what you're kind of saying? Yeah. I mean, it
1: will know. Yeah, no, exactly. Like it's skating around this one major event that we as the audience would know. It's almost a meta example. Um, and we're waiting for that to happen, but in the process of waiting for that to happen, we're getting to know these two delightful, you know, guys who are kind of terrible people, but also, you know, you can relate to them.
0: Yeah. And they're just idiots. Like, they, they, really, like, they really, they really, yeah. They're just really idiots, are. and like really lovable idiots. Wait, 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 wait. The flamethrower.
1: That callback. Oh yeah, no,
0: don't spoil it. I yeah, that it. is one thing I feel like you can spoil. That's so great. But <laughs> well, that flamethrower. But uh, no, let's move on here. Let's uh, let's talk about this beer for a second. I know we talked about it a little bit, but I didn't want to breeze past it. And uh, but the awesome blossom. It's an office reference. About chilies. And uh speaking of that, I'm gonna go pop this seal real quick.
1: Yeah, okay. So uh it's uh this is by the boys at Bearded Iris. Uh it's yeah. a double IPA. Bearded Iris is uh where are they out of? They're out of Nashville, I think.
2: Uh Bearded Iris in Nashville. Yeah. Bearded Iris in
1: Nashville. Um, they, uh, they're actually kind of renowned for their IPAs. Their home style is one awards and it's probably their trademark beer.
2: Yeah. Specifically um, doubles. They do uh, doubles. They do a lot of doubles.
1: They do a lot of doubles. Attention please is a very good one. Um, some of this does, it does kind of bleed together a little bit, but, um, this one actually has enough distinct character that I re I'm really, really digging it. Like you, get a lot of the citrus up front I'm really curious to see how the booziness uh takes a hold like when it actually
2: warms up a little bit more mine's been sitting here so and I mean it's not it's not super boozy maybe I think it was just like it might have been gin like sort of a gin smell from um, some of these hops in here I mean maybe like
1: it's it's always fun um uh, we happening. need to talk about that color that color is beautiful yeah it's neat like I mean look at that like that is Straight up, if I wasn't drinking, if I knew I wasn't drinking beer, it would look like orange juice. It's really, really close. It's very hazy. It's like a
2: mimosa. It, looks it really like, looks is. kind of like a mimosa. Yeah, no,
1: it's like Tanner was saying. Um, if you want like breakfast in a glass, that's. It, it is that. This would pair really well with like some bacon, some eggs. Yeah. Um, it's, it's sweet, it's tasty, it's, it's everything you want, man. It's super good.
2: Yeah. It's crisp and it does not seem like an 8% beer like you don't it you really don't really and, that and
1: that's 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 the trouble with this one the only problem i can danger kind beer kind of levy at it is um, it's uh it's very easy to drink you could you'd go through a couple of these i uh, i i always love beer i love slash hate beers like this like uh for instance breakfast hero by trim tab it uh it's a big bad 8.7 doesn't drink like it. Mm-hmm. Or uh, or any of the uh, Defying Gravity series by D9, which are really good sours. Love D9. Yeah, D9 brewing is top shelf. Get your hands on some of their sours. They are fantastic. Oh, yeah. But um, like the Defying Gravity series are usually 14 percenters. They don't taste like 14 percenters. I found out that the hard way when I drank four Kuiper belts. Oh, damn.
0: <laughs> I don't remember much. Sounds about like our Giannasi
2: episode. I know, I was <laughs> thinking about that.
0: Is that why he brought Kyber belts? Is that those bandoliers it? he had? <laughs> yeah, he just
2: had he had two straps on him and then two coolers. Oh no! And they were both filled with bottles, and we filled the table like we didn't. We have had room on the I think it table. was
0: thirty-one beers. Yeah, on the table. He <laughs> showed up to party.
2: He said, "Oh, yeah. don't worry if you finish if you finish them or not. If you have to dump them, we had to call people, but." Yeah, no we were calling people like, after, like,
0: night. please come help us finish these. Yeah, because he was opening like bottles that are thirty dollars a pop, and we would take three samples and then just have the bottle.
2: Yeah, I mean, he was like, "Yeah, I've been aging these for eight years. Let's yeah. pop them open, and uh, don't worry if we finish them." No, no. Yeah. yeah.
1: Why? Yeah. Oh, my. And it heart. was like the one night we'll I could not pull together
0: time. an impromptu party. I was like trying. I was please come yeah, over. We called a
1: bunch this of is before people. you knew me, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, I would have been here. I would have yeah. been here lickety-split. Yeah, at no, we, called, we called like
2: five or six people, and no one was able to yeah. help us. Which, again, it's Tuesday nights typically, so. yeah,
1: I, d- <laughs> uh, No, millennials who don't have to work on a weekday? Yeah. What? Yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. We, we all work retail. <laughs> no,
0: the next time Giannasi comes on, I'll probably do like a bottle share okay, during button. the episode of just like, you guys stay over there and drink. And just watch us, but shut the fuck up. And hang out and like, have some afterwards. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, movie guy Scott here came to fill us in. This, with it, just to give you guys listening and watching at home, this is, you know, we brought you on almost exactly a month ago. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, to basically introduce him and be like, he's going to be our movie guy. So you're here now. Comic-Con just happened. So what... Is going on with that? Oh, so many things. It's so
1: hard to keep up. I mean, I suppose we could go through, like, the trailer rundown. Like, you guys have— you guys been, like, apprised of, like, movie trailers and whatnot? Like, real fast? I'll watch them. I don't—
2: We can pull them up if we want.
1: Okay, I mean, okay, well, let's—
2: Can we start with uh, Superman, Red Sun?
1: We certainly can I was going to yeah, say Yeah I've not heard Anything about this So yeah sounded, Okay so that, that, that. The, DC, uh, the DC stuff At uh, Comic Con This year Was of course Ever present They're talking Like you know Arrow went out With kind of a whimper The panel wasn't that great You know um, They repped a lot of Like their upcoming projects With television They are kind of hinting at some stuff And they had uh, Like movie wise They're trying to like Get their shit together On the movie front Because their Their television shows Have been crushing it Honestly Like their television shows Are actually pretty decent For the most part um, Arrow didn't like stick to landing, so I hear I'm not an Arrow
2: fan. Yeah, I can it, tell you it was like the first one, sort of. Yeah, so, it was I the mean, first
1: one, it was the cornerstone, but
2: yeah, it did its S- thing until the others came along, and then the Flash series was pretty cool and yeah. it sort of dropped, and Supergirl, uh, started, Supergirl started off, lame, Girl, and then a little and, uh, better, and hopefully, and, then
1: like, and but- hopefully, Batgirl will, like do it. I don't have much trailer, Batwoman, sorry. Um, <laughs> hopefully the Batwoman show will be good. I don't have much faith after watching that trailer, but you know, Hey, uh, here we go. Like she's not a good actress anyway. Um, who is playing Ruby, uh, Ruby Rose is going to mm. play Batwoman okay. and she mm. sure is. Um, <laughs> nah. Uh, but the big takeaway I got outside of like that really cool dark night exhibit that they showed off at comic con, which looked dope. Like look at pictures if you can. Um, is, uh, there's going to be an animated adaptation of quite possibly the best Superman story of all time, Superman Red Sun. Now for the
0: where he's the commie. So,
1: yeah. Yes. It, so yes. Essentially, yes. Okay.
2: instead of landing in Kansas, he, he, lands, lands, he lands in, he lands in, in Russia. The U- he lands in the Ukraine in the 30s. Okay.
1: And the government takes him away and Joseph Stalin is his dad and it looks great. And like, it's this weird alternate history. Like Kennedy gets assassinated, but like, like, like Nixon was elected in the fifties and all of a sudden like, Oh, what's going on? Like, and you know, like Wonder Woman's in love with him, but he can't see it because he's like too like into the party. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, it, it looks,
2: it's pretty, yeah. Seek it out. It's
1: probably one of my favorite Superman stories. I, I am a Superman apologist. I don't hate Superman. I actually rather enjoy Superman when he's written correctly. Usually that's in part because of the villains, but you know, a good Superman story is still a good comic book story. And I love Superman. Big blue represents all the things that are good in, you know, superheroes.
2: The problem is with Superman's villains is that, they don't translate to film well. They, they haven't- really a, don't? Like, ever. They haven't really ever. Okay. Lex
1: Luthor is cool. Like, I mean, we could go down to Superman's got to Seattle real I mean, like, quick. Lex Luthor, Brainiac's pretty good Look dope. at Baron right, Zemo, we have, though. We haven't had really, Baron like,
0: Zemo in Civil War is basically a Lex Luthor-type plot. Baron Zemo took up 10
1: minutes in two Marvel movies. I don't want to hear you talk about Baron Zemo. Thank you. But no, he was a great
0: villain- Yes, and he, he, he was. He, and, stick him, yeah. and stick
1: a Baron Zemo on the Thunderbolts. I will watch that shit. I will consume that shit. But until, like, he's not an old man talking about, it, I'm like, I'm going to surrender
0: or let me see the but twins. I, well, all I'm saying. No. Two. Two. No, you're, th- you're thing is somebody else, not. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Baron. Str- yeah, uh, you're, you're thinking of Strucker. I'm talking about Zemo, the. So many Barons. The and villain universe. in Captain America Civil War. Beltrock
1: the Leaper? No. I know who you're talking about.
0: Yeah. And he, uh,. Yeah, he was just a regular guy, but he split the Avengers up. That's a classic Lex Luthor type plot. Mm-hmm. So that can clearly be translated. True. It's just not been True. done.
1: They just don't... Okay, they just don't write Superman very well like... in four films. And Superman's kind of a hard sell nowadays because like he he's, he's perfect.
0: And, su- and Superman's yeah. been adapted to film. And I'm getting into like a metaphor here. Thor is Marvel's Superman, essentially. If Kinda. not him, Captain Marvel...
1: Yeah, That's been adapted adorable.
0: properly, so it can be done. It can be, but yeah. they just
1: haven't done it correctly yet. Superman is a great character, fight me. And um, I look forward to the day where a Superman movie doesn't completely fucking suck. Like, okay, Henry Cavill, I like him as Superman. I'm not going to lie I about really that.
0: liked him as Superman. Like,
1: I, really, I really enjoy him as Superman, and he actually has really decent range. Watch the Tudors. He's the best part of that show. But, but... They don't give him enough to do in the movies. Like, Man of Steel was okay. Batman Um, versus Superman happened.
2: No, I wish Um,
1: it did. Yeah, me too. Oh, God. Martha! No. Oh, God.
2: why'd you say that
1: name Our oh my seven. god so You're so bad i even like i even don't hate ben affleck as batman but dude like, i loved
0: him as batman just all those movies sucked that warehouse so, scene was cool
2: but other than no.
1: that all those movies sucked the one once where again, batman kevin smith, killed people yeah no once again kevin smith said like kevin smith said it best ben affleck i would cast him to play the shark in jaws if i could because yeah. he can do it yeah he can he's that good but yeah, no, ba- It felt phoned in. For uh, me. It really did. But um the whole Red Sun. Okay, getting back in. on wow. the point. Red Sun is a really good adaptation. Bang it on the table. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. I'm passionate. I can't. I'll help get it.
0: you a towel. No. Bang on the towel. No, I won't bang on. Anything. Raise those arms up. Yeah, bang raise, on those. Raise the arms up. <gasps> raise it up right here. Yeah. Okay,
1: well, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, there yeah. it is. Okay. No, my whole. Point is Red Sun is going to be awesome. It's handled by the DC uh, animated team, and they are always, always entertaining. They are always good. I'm not sure if it's going to connect with any like DC universe stuff, like animated universe stuff, but hopefully, hopefully it does or it doesn't. It can be a standalone. I don't care. I just cannot wait for this for this animated movie. Uh, that's like that's kind of the big thing I noticed on the DC front. Um, Mindhunter got a solid uh, Mindhunter... Hunter uh, by. Got a solid- Yeah, so I'm
0: stoked on this. I recently solid. rewatched Zodiac, and it made me be like, oh, where's my Mindhunter?
1: Exactly. Um, Mindhunter got a solid release date. It's uh, They're shooting for, I believe, August 15th. That's going to be super dope. I've been waiting with bated breath for almost two years now. For the new Mindhunter, it's going to follow the Atlanta Child Murders. That's going to be like the big, like, you know, like overarching story arc. But they're also going to be talking to like Charlie Manson and all these other serial killers. Ed Kemper is going to come back. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. But uh, have so you guys good. been keeping
0: up with the trailers out of Comic-Con?
2: I haven't been keeping up. with I them. have a little
0: bit. I have not. Um, one that excited me was the Picard trailer. And oh, I'm not even a huge Trekkie. That. But yeah. that excited me. I didn't even watch the next generation, oh. but that excited me. Okay. I know all about it. You see fucking data in that draw.
1: Yeah. Uh, like, because he died. Uh, he died in Star Trek. Nemesis, yeah. uh, Which was the last Star Trek movie I think I saw. in no, no, I saw. I saw the J.J. Abrams one in theaters. Never mind. Um, yeah, no, I I, I I am a Trekkie. Like, I'm, a, I'm more of a Star Wars guy. I'm more of like a like I'm more of a Star Wars guy. We'll say that. But I am. You a can't hardcore- be Both. Uh, the hell, uh, the hell you say? I, I can translate. I can translate a rubbish and speak Klingon. So eat a dick. <laughs> all, right, all
2: right. Can you so, tell me how to do that in both those languages?
1: Okay, it's going to be really complicated because like Klingon's like this weird. We'll get like, to
2: that later. That's fine. Uh, you don't have to. Don't I can talk it. with
1: a lift if you need me to do that. Because um, okay, so the thing about Klingon you, yeah, No, um, I'll uh, I'll I'll stop that so I don't regrow my virginity. Um,
2: <laughs> it will too. Uh, no, totally, it, t- it totally will. It, t- it Totally will. Science. Bill not told me that.
1: That he did. No, he didn't. Uh, was that before or after the bathroom? <laughs> after the bathroom. <laughs> it's okay, bud. No, uh the trailers, uh no, the Picard trailer. Oh my god, the Picard trailer looks it so good. It looks good. They're like these little they're like these little like nuggets for like, you know, next generation fans too. Yeah. Like, and you need to watch next generation. It's the Okay, I don't know how many Trekkies we have in the audience, but I dare say it might be the best Star Trek show. I grew up watching it. Um it's it's a nostalgic favorite. I like Deep Space Nine, I like the original, I like, you know, like I like most of the movies, but like TNG is Probably my favorite show. And Picard is, as a consequence, probably my favorite captain. Um, It's got a lot
0: of, it's got a lot of, like, fandom. Like, just kind of, it's like,
1: Data's back! Oh my god, Seven of Nine!
0: No, Ah!" I could see that. It ran forever. It had several movies, and that was one of the last big franchises to do that sort of TV to movie crossover. Yeah. Where it's, like, theater. Like, Firefly did it. But it was like way after the fact. It wasn't an
2: ongoing thing. Where and, Firefly, like and the Firefly, Firefly movie
1: was more like an apology slash ending for us because yeah. we didn't get any more. Mm.
2: I didn't like Firefly.
0: I couldn't get into it. I could appreciate it. I liked the spaceship designs, all that. But it just, I watched all of it, but it just didn't really grab me the way it, yeah. I expected and, it to. And
2: what's weird for me was that it like, it checked all the boxes of things I should like. Yeah, exact same. I just, yeah. I just couldn't.
1: I mean, fuck you both. Uh, you're why, why, you why, why like there's an alternate universe where people are complaining about the 14th season of Firefly, and I'm living in the one where I only got one. <laughs> anyway, no, uh, the, the car trailer, the car trailer looked dope, and I mean, I'm I'm sure you guys have watched the catch trailer, right? The catch, the cats trailer. Oh God, oh, that uh, fucking uh,
0: cats trailer. I didn't watch it. I've heard Jesus, it. I'm I sorry don't I don't watched don't that. To be don't honest, don't which okay, don't what's don't weird don't to me don't don't about don't that, that is. The special effects look great.
2: Oh, no, from a technical like, have standpoint. Have you seen it? No. No no, 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 pull this up, no, up. No, I'll pull God. it up over here just so it's like. Heather was telling me about it, and I'm just not okay. interested in cats. I,
0: yeah, I've never, it's easily one of the worst Broadway musicals. <laughs> it's,
1: it's easily, no. Um, um, my
2: easily. Was, my I know about cats. But no, I'm going to play cats. this here. Oh live my <laughs> God.
0: No, I'm gonna play this here just so you can see the special effects because that's strictly what I'm talking about. Okay. These special effects look great. No, from a technical standpoint, it but looks fantastic. it is thing- such a weird, outlandish thing. Is you have really attractive people in digital cat suits. There, I don't know. Just coming from a digital uh, effects it standpoint, like it's, it's so okay. bizarre. And there's so many factors that drag you out of it okay. that it's like, oh God. let's see, turn up. Yeah. There's so many factors that drag you out of it. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh,
2: weird. Okay.
0: Yeah. And these are all digital costumes, like the fur effects. All that looks fucking great. And I love the idea of having the giant sets and all that sort of thing. It looks phenomenal. But it's so weird and uncanny valley-esque that it really takes me out of it and bothers me like judy dench here like is is that is she wearing a coat oh like i don't is it though it looked like a coat i it's it's so bizarre it's super bizarre to me and i really enjoy the scale aspect and the special effects is great but it looks di- really, really weird. Who's directing this movie? It's the same guy that did uh, Les Mis and all those. Here we go.
1: And Les Mis was great. And James Gordon, I mean, it's got yeah. a great cast. The Jason Derulo Jason Derulo, Derulo.
2: Midras Elba's been in everything lately.
1: Jennifer Hudson. I mean, you know, like, it,
2: it, yes. Ian McKellen.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Oh, my God. That is awful. And I'm tired so of Rebel,
0: Rebel Wilson. Like, I'll say it. She's funny, but she's got other things to offer than being the fat British chick. Um, She's like, Australian, one. She's Australian? Okay, yes. well, better things to offer than being the fat Australian chick.
1: I'm uh, well aware of that, but, like, I mean, you know, she's typecast. That, that's it. Yeah. That is awful. God, it's worse the third time I've seen it.
0: The fur looks great though. The detail and the digital fur no, looks phenomenal. No, the, the shading the looks great. the lighting looks great, but it, it is weird as fuck. No one is disputing the technical mastery at work here, because as looks- a-
1: wait,
2: wait, 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 are they human sized? They were running. No, they're cat like- sized. Okay, they're but- cat sized.
0: That's okay. somehow even more no, disturbing. Never would I thought I had a need to quote Alex Jones, but they've got animal human hybrids right here. But they, yeah, oh,
2: they are people sized in this. No, they- did you they- see them next to that statue? They are people sized. Okay, so well, I
0: showed them earlier, like on a bed, and they're cat sized.
1: Well, uh, there might be some disinterest because uh, um, having been forced to watch the play a few times because it came out on DVD and my grandmother loved her musicals. I've seen the play Good, and there wasn't really a number uh, one live TV. There wasn't really a like a point to be made about like where they were on size. But yeah, that looks awful. From a technical standpoint, oh my god, that looks that looks gorgeous. And it's yeah, weird it does look very because pretty. Because it's not because of the visual effects, it's just creepy. Okay, cool. Let's uh let's go from that to something better. The Top Gun trailer, have you boys seen the top? Gun oh that tra- Top
0: Gun trailer really excited me.
1: It's it's yeah. like Maverick didn't do anything Ooh. for you know, yeah, no it, Maverick it didn't do anything for literally thirty years. The fact that they have an orchestral version of the Top Gun anthem is amazing.
0: You could have All that. he's been doing is flying jets. <laughs> you could have made
1: Admiral by this point. Like what do you have to save yourself? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right,
1: kill his goddamn kindness. Yes. No, um, that one looks really dope. Uh, you, and you haven't seen that one, Jared?
2: I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen a lot of them. I yeah, I work in a restaurant here. now, so I don't have a lot of free time. I mean, you know, like I work at a beer store,
1: so I have not a lot of free time either. But no, yeah. I mean, I get it, man. Like, oh yeah. my god,
0: no, no, check this out. It's so good. Cool show. They okay? So Tom Cruise Service. is going to kill himself. He, That's he what's is. Going to he wants to they die. literally let him fly a fighter jet for this movie. The only man to shoot down three with a camera. They're like, "No, I'll get up there and do it. Just give me the camera." Nah man, it's it's great. Like and, and they it, strapped it, it, a GoPro to an motion, F18 or whatever this retire. is.
3: Despite your best efforts, you refuse to die. But
0: the fact that they have Ed Harris in this, yeah, I'm super sad. pro move. I fucking love Ed Harris. No, no,
1: Ed Harris is the hard-ass commander. It's going to be great.
0: Yeah, it's a gorgeous shot, too.
1: I mean, it, they it, just it, it, bought that know, off Michael
3: Bay. Right. You should be at least a two-star admiral by now. Yet here you are, Captain.
0: What is that? I've been it's filming all those Mission Impossible sir. movies, sir. <laughs> He's like, "I'm oh, fucking Tom
2: Cruise. Let's go."
0: Yeah, that is Tom Cruise actually flying that. Oh, so cool!
1: <laughs> I love it. That is da, really fantastic. Da, 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 da,
0: da. He's like, I still like riding on this uh, runway. Yep, still like racing motorcycles. <laughs> John Ham's in here. He's playing football. He still likes playing beach football or volleyball, whatever he's doing. Gonna hang out with Goose. Plus, son. he looked cut as fuck in that that one shot. Like Tom Cruise looked good.
3: The end is inevitable, Maverick. You kind of set it for extinction. Maybe so, sir. But not today.
1: Oh. Oh. Oh, he's a stone cold hard ass. He's not oh, going to play by your he's not going to play by your rules, man. you know, your safety regulations or like <laughs> military code of conduct. No, um, no, no, that, that one movie got me, looked
0: awesome. That
1: got me really yeah. really excited. Oh god, let's see here. What else? What else, man? What was that other trailer? It's It's hard to remember now. What was that? There's something
2: you baiting us?
1: No, I'm not you baiting, I'm, not baiting I'm actually,
0: like, the beer's starting to affect me. I'm a hard
1: time remembering. <laughs>
0: Dude, um, what about, I wanted to talk about the uh, Game of Thrones panel a little
1: bit.
0: <laughs> oh, that shit yeah. show? The, yeah. The showrunners didn't even
1: show up, and then they canceled, like, Emilia they canceled, canceled, the, canceled, and so did yeah. like, Kid Harrington
0: like, all last minute because they knew what it was going to be. And then they canceled, like, on site. They were like, well, it uh, looks like we're all out of time, and we can't do a QA. and a Uh, well, all right, we'll see you guys next year. (laughs) People, uh,
1: people camped out for that one.
0: No, Seth Rogen, actually, um, let's see if I can pull this up here. Seth Rogen, actually, he was there for preacher and Seth Rogen actually gave some time to talk about game of Thrones. Let's see here. Okay.
1: I don't think I've seen.
0: I don't think I've seen
1: this.
3: I do just want to start by saying I know we're following the Game of Thrones panel, which is a fucking nightmare, just (laughs) objectively. Um, I also know that their showrunners didn't show up because they didn't want to answer questions about the show. So uh, I just want to say that I I am not one of the creators of Game of Thrones, but I am the creator of other TV shows. So feel free to ask me any Game of Thrones questions you guys have. (laughs) Throughout the night, I'm not an expert. I didn't read the books, but I watched the show, so I can give you my insights and thoughts just as to how they pulled it off. What, what, uh, see, what series finale is going to be a more satisfying, Preacher or Game of Thrones? I think, uh, hopefully, I I won't be. I'm here at least, so I think that's a good (laughs) sign. (laughs) <laughs> I'm willing to show my face. Uh, show to life. And what I would also like to say is, I would imagine those guys regret making Bran the king. Because <laughs> ultimately, he doesn't have the best story. And that's. Uh, <laughs> If, if you guys aren't coming up to the mic in the next little bit with questions <laughs> about the end of Game of Thrones for these guys, I don't These know two are, are like <laughs>
0: Dominic and I don't know that lady. Sure. They're I just like, the no, we like time, no, we still know. kind of want to be in Star Wars. so We're a face
3: yeah, right. again. Yeah, Final the one, okay, yeah. A lot of big of questions. Reason. Yeah, she learned all that face shit. Where'd it go? What'd you do with those faces? Yeah. Um uh, like it is it is really exciting and sad that this It is sad that it's over. It's weird that it's over. This is it going on in a well, good game way? No, no. no he he does. Does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> they, they don't watch. All right, next question. Uh do you think that uh they made a mistake by not having Jamie Lannister kill Cersei? <laughs> <laughs> I do, honestly, a little bit. Disappointing. You don't want to follow these people for three years and see their for six years. They're trapped they in rubble. Come on, anticlimactic. Anyway, um, are we going to get to see Jesse Custer fly in on a dragon and maybe have a dragon <laughs> burn down? You know? I wasn't going to make a joke about how you look like Woody Harrelson, but now I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so Seth Rogen just gives out you about the Game of Thrones finale you. No yeah.
3: Right, don't do one of those things that's
0: it's, because Yeah, it's, it's basically it's, all all it is is as a fan he was just as pissed as all of we were and that's why we love Seth Rogen is
1: um yeah yeah, uh, Young Justice season four got announced. Uh, Fantastic. Like, do you guys, uh, do you know anything about like Young Justice at all? I don't Dana? know shit about I Young Justice. I love Young Justice. Okay. I keeping- haven't
2: got a chance to watch season three yet, but I loved the first two seasons.
1: Brother, you are going to love it. Okay, I so Young wait. Justice, um, as I recall, and I'm going off the top of my head, uh, Young Justice uh, is a, uh animated show. In the DC uh, universe canon, it's separate, of course, from the Batman and Superman shows. Right. Um, it basically, it's basically uh, Teen Titans with a much, much, much harder edge.
2: Yeah,
1: um, and it's it's fantastic. If you and like superhero shows, you will enjoy this show.
2: They're a little bit older than the Teen Titans. Yeah, they're, like they're, they're like they're all like in their mid teens, yeah, uh, late teens, early twenties. Yeah,
1: middle late teens, early twenties, yeah. and uh, they're. Um, Yeah. Season four got announced. I could not be more pleased, especially given the fact there was such a long period of time between season two and three, given the fact that it kind of got canceled. Yeah, because, um, quote unquote, toy sales weren't good. And, oh Which God. is ridiculous. But it, it got it got yeah. it got saved. There was a pan outcry. It so got good.
2: saved. Thank God. Drew Garassi, the guy who does the art for that show, um, we I sent some messages back and forth to him yeah. because we were trying to get art for our show, and apparently he gets paid mad dollars for art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like ten grand for uh like a front, back and side turnaround of a character. Damn.
1: Yeah. Nice. That's good uh, for It's really good. I'm good. Like, for him. I'm, I'm really looking forward to season four. I love young justice. Yeah. I love, I love DC anime. The anime artwork in that show is amazing. It's um, so good. yeah. Uh, actually watching Seth Rogan, um, got me thinking, um, have you guys been watching the boys at all?
2: No, I, I no. saw that that was a thing last night. And die I'm, going to start hard. Watching
1: it. I'm a diehard fan of the comics. Um, I finished the series. I think it's very good. They had to take a few liberties. Like they had to change up some stuff which is fine because a, a direct adaptation of that comic cannot happen yeah, ever because <laughs> it's Garth He gets into a lot of kooky shit. Um, but the show is very good. I, I highly recommend if I'm going to recommend one thing to watch and you've got the access to it, watch the boys. More people need to be talking about the show. It's really, really good. I'm glad they're getting a season two. It's already confirmed. They're filming season two right
2: now. And cool. I
1: mean, you know. Like watch the boys.
2: Is it going to make me want to watch the comic again, or is it a different story?
1: It's kind of or a different. Watch sto-
2: the comic, read the comic. Yeah,
1: again. it's kind of like so. You've read the comic.
2: I I've read the first like four but or five it, trades, dude. It
1: it gets so much better after that. Um, yeah. no, it it is totally because like it's different enough from the books. Like, The Deep's a completely different character. Um, Billy Butcher is kind of different. The Frenchman isn't quite as insane yet. I hope that changes because Frenchie is my favorite character mm. um, in the show and in the comic. But I'm hoping, ho- like, you need to just watch it. It's different yeah, enough from the books that it's, like, it's almost its own thing I at this saw,
2: point. I saw it was a and thing and I like and adaptations to the like top that. of my list. Yeah, I, really I, I
1: really like adaptations that. like that that, like, aren't afraid to, like, okay, cool. This is the source material. We're going to take some liberties
0: here. It's really, really fun. Well, that's basically what the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe is at this point. i just like, we're going to take some major liberties, but do it right. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with that shit. Yeah, as long mm-hmm. as you're doing Yeah, if doing you're going to change some shit, just make it good.
2: Don't make it shitty. Don't yeah. fantastic for make it. Make it make sense. Yeah. Don't X-Men it up
1: yeah so i mean Ari, that uh like i tell you man th- there was a lot of news coming out of san diego comic-con and i uh, i tried to keep up with it as best i could like you know my thoughts are all kind of jumbled and stuff the trailers that came out looked really dope i know i'm missing there's one i can't think of that i was really excited i just cannot let me remember what it was i think you
0: nailed it man like i wrote my I own notes and there's uh, there was, nothing uh there i want to mention one- that
1: there was one trailer, it's just like sticking in the back of my mind. I feel like I've missed something. I just cannot for the life of me think of it. But, but really, the big talking point I want to say is Marvel crushed it this year. Marvel oh, crushed yeah. it. This is where Tanner and I fanboy for God only knows how long. Because, I'm holy be in on this too, shit. Like, I don't know Jerry all that well. If he's Marvel. a comic, yeah, if he's, oh, yeah. A, if he's a big comic yeah, yeah, fan, yeah. Marvel I nerd, I am, like, we are about to fanboy all over this thing. Oh, yeah, because, definitely. Okay, see, now, I have my reservations, like, like for the infamous Hall Age panel. Like, okay, Infinity War and Endgame happened, and now, like, the main story's done. I guess they're going to kind of phone it in for the rest of them, because they're not going to quit making, like, movies and television shows, because, you know, it's, it's a money machine, but it's all going to be kind of crappy now that, like, the original story's over. I don't think so. No... No, they came in like, they came in like, you know, like swinging just like, just like, oh, hey guys. Hey guys. Like uh, you, you like, you like the multiverse. We're going to have like five movies yeah. to talk about the multiverse. Oh, hey, cool. You guys like, like you guys like, like Natalie Portman? Here she is. She's going to be Thor, which we can talk about that in a second. Um, but the big takeaway. The big takeaway and the thing I'm most excited for is Mahershal Ali is playing motherfucking Blade and it's so cool. It is so good. I cannot. Oh my God. We've needed a new. Okay. I like the original Blade movie. I think Wesley Snipes is one of the most underrated action movie actors of all time. Mm-hmm. Watch New Jack City if you doubt me. He plays a Bond villain in a gangster film and it's great. Um, but the film has not aged all that well. It, it was made in like what? 98, 99? Blade, the original Blade, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still like a good that. movie though. It's but, a, it's yeah. an excellent movie, but like from the fashion and like you know, kind of like the dialogue, it, it's very it bleeds the late nineties, yeah. early two thousands. Like it's almost an unintentional period piece.
3: Hmm.
1: And I am I cannot be more pleased with Merceau Ali. If like uh, Mahershala... Dude, apparently
0: he approached them, did he? Yeah, apparently he phoned up Kevin Feige and was like, "Hey, can I come in for a meeting?" <laughs> and okay it, and it was like hey, hey he now. was coming in to talk about Blade and they were like is he coming in to talk about Blade <laughs> well, and he came in and they're like dude fuck yeah we thought we were hoping you were coming in you to know talk I did read I did like this. you know
1: I was on like one of these uh, websites and I did read a long time ago before like way before yeah. San Diego Comic Con it's like oh yeah no they're, they're talking about like rebooting Blade and instead of Wesley Snipes like in the sketching part like yeah. they're actually like drawing Mahershala <laughs> Ali and I'm like Yes, please, please, yeah, please.
0: Yeah. (laughs) What a bunch of people are saying. I was like, well, he's already played Cottonmouth. Who cares? I'm a Star Trek fan. There
1: have been actors that have played at least six different characters. Yeah, who cares? I I don't care. Cottonmouth is dead. Spoilers for season one for a show from like five years ago. Yeah. Cottonmouth's dead. And Cottonmouth was honestly one of the best parts of season one of Luke Cage. Yeah. I'm going to say it. Like, I mean, Luke Cage, like, I love Michael Coulter. They really need to stop casting better villains than Michael Coulter because, like, season two, the best part of season two, you know what the best part of season two was? The Jamaicans. Yeah. Like, like all, always, but. The Bushmaster. The Bushmaster. Yeah. I'm going to get me some red stripe. now. Nah, like, you know, like, I'm the stone that the builder refused mine after he knocks the fuck out of Luke Cage. Oh my God, so good. That guy's going to be playing Jet Black in Cowboy Bebop in the Cowboy Bebop movie. I cannot wait. Um, But, oh, uh, okay. so, so cool. Uh, Marshall Ali is playing blade and I could not be more pleased. He is like picture perfect. Uh, he does really well with adaptations. Have you guys seen a uh, of the battle angel? No, I have not. Okay. Have so not. it's a Robert Rodriguez joint. Um, as far as an adaptation goes of an OVA, like I'm an anime nerd too. Um, the OVA is like 40 minutes long. The manga is much, 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 much longer. Um, so there's like, it's like this weird pastiche. It's like this melding of adaptations. Cause it's a two hour long film. Um, he,
0: when James uh, was, Cameron produced that, didn't he? He did. But yeah. Robert
1: Rodriguez directed it. Ed Norton's the main villain. It's great. Marshall, he kind of plays the, okay. like, uh, the, uh, the dragon. He's like the second in command of the main villain. He is really good. Very cool. It's like you know. He kind of plays like that suave. Like I get you out of here if you betray your l- lady love. You know. Like you know. Like just like I, I I do that man. You you like you're making a convincing argument. Uh He was in uh god moonlighting or moonlight yeah. moonlight
0: yeah moonlight. Yeah, he was okay. so good in moonlight. No, I fucking love Mahershala Ali. He's, like I'm super stoked yeah, to have I him.
2: Am, I am. I can. I cannot be more. Especially after seeing
0: him in this last season of True Detective. And like, oh
1: yeah, I forgot. He was uh, yeah.
2: also in. Um Fucking! Uh, what was that show that I keep telling you to watch? With God damn it, I'll come up with it. Okay,
1: but uh, like it. a little, a little funny, a little fun thing that uh, was pointed out to me. Uh, I was, I was like, I was like, kind of like Uh Yeah, Lee wasn't in Boardwalk Empire. Was he not? No, that's a completely. No, different you're guy.
0: thinking of the guy that was from uh, uh, The Wire. The Wire. Yeah. That played. Oh, o- that, that played okay. Omar. That's
1: right. That's yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Omar. <laughs> Omar. Uh-huh. Omar's
0: coming. A hunting we will go, a hunting yeah. we will go. No, I got it over the wire. I thought I could whistle just so no, what else did Marvel have going on? They they uh, had a shit ton of stuff. What else did they have? Uh,
1: going well, on? real fast, like one thing I want to point out, Like you mentioned True Detective and Marjoly was excellent in True Detective. Uh in the original Blade, the one with Wesley Snipes, um uh Stephen Dorf played uh Deacon Frost.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
1: that's like kind of a little connection. Yeah. Maybe bring Stephen Dorff back. I don't know, that'd be kind of dope. Um, uh, what else did Marvel have going on? What didn't they have going on? They, I think they understood, um, that there were like maybe some fan concerns because it's like, all right, we've had Thanos.
0: What else can you do? They me? did yeah. kind of lay it all out on the table. Yeah. Bit. No, what but else? only
1: up to 2021. What? Yeah. But they, like, see, as a fan, as a comic book fan, as, both, two a years. Mar- yeah, as yeah. A, both a Marvel nerd and as a movie fan, I'm like, all right, what are you going to do from me now? You gave me Thanos. You gave me that epic conclusion to that 10 year story arc what are you gonna do for me now and like how about some weird shit okay yeah, do you want a horror shit. movie here's this new dr strange, strange film yeah. yeah WandaVision's gonna be a thing you like you like elizabeth olsen yeah i like elizabeth olsen cool here's an entire
0: series with her hey what if thanos had won we're gonna animate that shit One the elizabeth okay so we'll back up a bit okay Disney Plus is going to be a huge streaming service they're it's launching. to be WandaVision beautiful. is going to be part of that, which they announced. But also, and WandaVision not as in like WandaVision, but like Wanda and Vision. So somehow Vision is coming back to life. I, I don't care. Which I want it. she almost defeated Thanos in Endgame. I think she it's could true. bring- I mean, if, you look, be, I mean, if anybody could do it, her and or Doctor Strange I mean, could do can, it. And she is going to be in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Which
1: I've heard is being shot like a horror film. Which I've heard it's is also, scary. this yeah. is
0: a nitpicky thing, but all of Marvel's movies, the way they title them is they will have the, the overarching brand, colon, name of the movie. Okay. Oh. Like Avengers colon Endgame, mm. Avenger, or Avengers colon Age of Ultron, uh, okay. Captain America yeah. colon, Civil War, yeah, Thor cause... colon Ragnarok. This is the first movie like this that there's no colon. I don't know if that's me reading into it a little much, but uh, first movie they've done, and it's not a movie that's going to come out for 12 years after the fact, so... First movie they've done in 12 years that won't have that colon separating the main brand from the Mm. title of the movie. I think there's some implication there. Maybe I'm reading into it a little, a little much. Maybe not. I don't know. 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 It's just a weird, random little thing. It's like talking about for Doctor Strange. Yeah. It's just Doctor Strange.
2: The Multiverse of Madness.
1: Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of yeah, Madness. Yeah, in the
2: Multiverse of Madness. Interesting. Interesting. There's no I, I, colon Which in really there. goes along with what you're saying about it being shot like a horror film, which does sound amazing. No, it and, sounds. But it, yeah. it makes it more grindhousey, sort of.
1: It really because Multiverse of Madness sounds like the best acid Western I have ever seen. Dude, it is seen.
0: the <laughs> best <laughs> fucking title for anything that's ever been titled in the yeah, history it, of man. I, can,
1: I, do, uh, mm, I That's got, a dope I got a title. One. It's, it's a good, Look, I love the alliteration, mainly. The, multi, I,
0: the m- 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 Multiverse of throw, Madness.
1: Can pay. I just
2: throw in my favorite subtitle of the movie right now, because... Sister Act Two, Back in the Habit, is <laughs> nah, probably nah. my favorite.
1: Nah, but, nah, but, Like, if we're going, if we're going with like, you know, like, <laughs> a, like a colon, and then like the thing, it, the Once in Future King of that thing, uh, bah, 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 I'm off.
0: Once did future I? King I jerked the thing. Uh, the thing here. Let me twist some nips.
1: Yeah, uh, there we go. All right, I'm back in. Right. Uh, the once and future king of, like, the reigning king of that for me is always going to be Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, oh, right. yes, because that's what it says. We have to save the rec center, but we got to do it with Boogaloo, but somehow it's electric. Now, nah, mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness is going to be so cool. And, I mean, Marvel wasn't without controversy this year, at least from, a, like, a weird fanboy perspective. For whatever reason, people are kind of up in arms about Natalie Portman playing Lady Thor.
0: I'm cool with that. That's I what never. happens in the movie. I'm just the curious character. where this
1: second Mjolnir is going to come from. A- exactly. Um, the character, um, for you people who have an issue with it, the character is known as Lady Thor. That implies the multiverse, mm-hmm. which, of course, what if WandaVision and Multiverse of Madness, which, once again, super dope title, <laughs> um, it like implies, like, hey, there are multiverses. And that, uh, that end scene in, um uh, God, that trailer scene in uh, you know, Spider-Man, the latest Spider-Man. It hints mm-hmm. at the multiverse. Mm-hmm. It does, if not outright, basically states it. Well, they also talk about it. I don't. I don't
0: think it hints at it. I think it is more just. Just because I want to be accurate, I believe in the multiverse. I mean, they they touch, but on I it think it's just them. them bringing back. They bring Jay it Jonah up. Jan- the guy that played Jay Jonah Jameson. I think well, that's no, all that implies. Th- that was the cast I do believe the it multiverse is. does exist. Because they've stated it in the first Doctor Strange movie. Mm. I think Mysterio was just full of shit. He, he knew a, he had read some files and was like, oh, this is a thing. People are gullible. OK. And he was just full of shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I think he's right. I'm he very intrigued it. to see where they're going at with what they've slated because they only gave us movies up to 2021. That's two years, year and a half. Really? Two years at best. We're mm-hmm. getting movies. And if they're going to start delving into the multiverse, the only next Thanos level villain I could see is Kang the fucking Conqueror. Yeah. And that's he transverses.
1: Yeah. And that's why we're getting a Fantastic you know? Four movie because yeah. Yeah. Kang the Conqueror is, you know, Reed Richards' son. Yeah. God, I yep.
0: gotta love
2: Kang. Um, I, I think they could do a good job with the Fantastic Four. They might be able Somebody to. Somebody has to. I, you get John
0: Krasinski. Yes
1: Absolutely Okay, we can talk about Fantastic Four in a second But I want to get back to the whole Natalie Portman controversy I think people's Okay, first of all, it's Lady Thor She isn't Thor If you have an issue with that, go fuck yourself The character is Lady Thor Secondly, secondly, I think people's biggest issue That is not like a non-misogynistic Like, oh, a woman can't be Thor No, I think people's my, My only reservation is In every Natalie Portman movie I've ever seen She's very reserved that's an acting decision on her part. Every single, even there are times like she like kind of breaks, like in black, black swan. She was great in black swan. Um, but she was kind of reserved up until kind of the very end where like, like she's fully going insane or, uh, in cold mountain. She had a little part in that where like her baby's like, you know, out in the, uh, like out in the cold and like the union soldier is going to like, you know, like, Oh, I got you now. my pretty? And like, you know, like my baby, my baby, like, you know, But she's she's almost
2: forced into it by the story.
1: Exactly. By the circumstances, she can like overact, which one of the reasons Chris Hemsworth is so good as Thor. (laughs) Thor can be serious, but Thor's also got all this. Exactly. But Thor's also got all this bravado and humor to him because he's the fucking God of thunder. I think people are a little worried about her ability to overact. Hmm. I don't have that reservation so much. I'm like, I would love to see her like, you know, basically play a overacting like Thor, like, you know, bring me an ale. Like, yeah, I mean, See, what? I
0: have a, a similar, not a concern, but it's an excitement of that when Natalie Portman has been in an indie film mm-hmm. like Garden State or, you know, whatever oh, yeah, else, when she's been in an indie film and had some weird director, she kind of thrives. She's a super lovable character that's great. Her, and, best, her best role. And this is going to be directed mind, by, by Taika Waititi, who's a yeah, weird little indie movie guy. It's he's, not an
2: indie film, though.
0: It's not, but he, but he directs is, it like an indie film. And, and he,
2: Taika Waititi and is... Ragnarok
0: was been weird been, no, for a Thor movie. Did you see the the logo for this new Thor movie? Yeah. It looks so it, dope. It it's looks straight so straight up, cool. like, just 80s, like, I don't know. Just well, He Man Rock had that same yeah. sort of. But like this 80s is film. No, this goes even deeper. It, it, it down sinks that time. into the haunches. It's, it's called like, like He Man and masters of the universe. Well, no, style. the film is
1: called "Fucking Love and Thunder." Yeah, it's so yeah, cool. Thor, Love
0: and Thunder. It's so dope, <laughs> man. That's such a cool title, dude. Like, between that and the Multiverse of Madness, like, like album like, names. No, they're they're album like, names. That's yeah, not bad. Yeah, that's really, no, it's really a dope. Cool. That is that is a Saturday
1: morning cartoon show from 1985. It really is. Like no, like for it, love and thunder, in a you wor- know, in just, a world, yeah, yeah. No, nah, oh god, no. They were, oh man, Marvel's been crushing it. Uh, Black Widow got announced. I guess it's gonna be ScarJo's last, uh, last hurrah. As, uh, like, well, how do you feel about a uh, uh, Black Widow movie,
2: there, Jade? Well, so here's the thing: is this taking place in the past, or is it taking place in another universe, or in a yeah, in another universe dimension? I,
1: don't know. I'm stoked to see like because uh, I believe this is ScarJo's, like kind of last hurrah, like right. with, with the character, um, I feel like it could go either way. Like he totally go in the past. Hawkeye can be there, and Hawkeye's getting like his own stuff too, um, to really flesh it out. But I'm I'm really excited because I think outside of not having an accent, which is almost kind of the point. Uh, Scarlett Johansson <laughs> did a really good version of Black Widow. I think um, she did do a good job. I think she job. nailed it. The only thing is like, you know, I kind of miss the Russian accent, but you know, I'll like Scarlett Johansson's a good actress.
2: Yeah. Accent notwithstanding. And I'm totally fine to watch her in, in her combat gear, we'll call it. I, <laughs> you are not
1: lying, brother. But, um, <laughs> let's see here.
2: What else? Yeah, what no, else I, do I you am a Black Widow fan. I think that she is a way better... Not Captain America, not Hawkeye, like nice in between. And she's got that multicultural international spy vibe going on, which is always a nice touch. But you know what I mean? Like she's not super duper soldier like Captain America. Or even She's not exactly Bucky, an average Or even, Joe, you know, like, yeah.
1: But, um, like Hawkeye. No, and I think if there's one failing with like the MCU version of black widow. And I, I, I'm digging once again, digging like nitpicking, having a hard time finding one. It's either the accent or the fact that like, she's almost like she almost kind of gets lumped into movies where she doesn't necessarily need to be there. Like, okay. See, one of the reasons, uh, one of the reasons captain America two works so well is it's a spy film with superheroes. Mm -hmm. Um, and because, like, you know, Chris Evans is so good as Captain America and, like, you know, like, yeah, Robert Redford is the main bad guy and it's all this really cool stuff going on. Like, Black Widow doesn't, almost feels, almost, not quite, almost feels like she doesn't quite need to be there. She's just there to, like, help out Cap, which is. Just sort of shoehorned into the story. Uh, not even shoehorned in, but, like, it, it's almost like she, like, if she wasn't there, it wouldn't really affected the story all that much. And I feel like that's been her thing. Like, Scarlett Johansson has been doing so good as Black Widow but it's almost like if she wasn't there it really wouldn't have affected the story all that much and that's the only complaint i have with the character i'm so excited to see what she can do on her own in yeah. a in a movie because she's such a good character and like she's once again the best version we probably could have gotten yeah like of that
0: character no for real i love her character and i heard your question i ran to the bathroom for a second i heard your question Apparently, it's going to take place between Civil War and Infinity War. All right. I'm okay. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm okay but I'm thinking there's going to be flashbacks to Budapest, and there it's mm-hmm. going to be a thing where there's flashbacks to tie in with the current day because there's a villain from the flashbacks that are in the current day that she's still dealing with. Yeah, gotcha. So, and apparently, uh, okay. David Yarber's in it. Hopper from Stranger Things. Which we have to talk Got about Rachel about. Wise. Yeah. We may have to push off Stranger Things, man. I don't know. Oh, if, no. Yeah, we may have to push off that. I don't know if we can touch on that with all of this. Yeah, let's push that off and let's talk about Stranger Things. I'm down to come back and do like a whole just Stranger Things thing. Stranger Thing. I'm about Stranger halfway thing. through that. Yeah, uh, yeah, you finish that and we'll come back and do a special tr- Stranger Things episode because, right. yeah, we're definitely not going to be able to hit that tonight. Oh, shit. Yeah, what else did Marvel have going on?
1: Uh, I mean, you know, with the launch of Disney Plus, like all the announcements of uh, their television shows, because I mean, not that Disney needs to, but they are they are loading that they are getting ready to well, fight the streaming wars. And
0: that sucks. Like, I'm totally down to pay for it. Just to have all that Disney owns on a streaming platform. I'm totally down with that. But it sucks I've been a fan of Marvel stuff from the beginning, and it sucks that things like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the Netflix shows, mm-hmm. seemingly are getting thrown by the wayside, To but allegedly they'll possibly be rebooted, hopefully with the same cast and actors. I mean- And uh, if that's the case, they'd be stupid G- to not do that with Daredevil. Or and if even, Disney's proven anything, the they are not stupid. They are willing to listen to the fans I mean, and do shit. Yeah, no,
1: mm-hmm. and John- bernthal is the punisher like, yeah i immediately yeah. knew he was going to be my punisher when like he like when he won the part he took to twitter and held up Ennis's war journals and was like yeah yep doing some research for my new part and i'm just like yes <laughs> he gets it
0: um, but yeah tv shows wise according to their uh streaming service falcon winter soldier yep mm-hmm. Whatever that's going to be. Uh, I yeah. think it's going to be like that weird alternate universe because there's that weird... Uh, well, I've heard it's this universe. I've got a, okay. a decently reliable source that is this universe, and it is a plot that they do not want Sam to be Captain America. The government doesn't. Why? And That's weird. Because he's black. Maybe. And uh, they want there's Bucky. somebody else they have up in... Re- to do Captain America that's like you know and Baron Zemo is involved which they introduced at Comic-Con and he's got the purple mask
2: thank god well oh, that's shit. gonna feed into yeah. the Thunderbolt show yeah which is coming and oh my god so, yeah. so here's the thing that I think we were talking about this before the show started Marvel would have not been able to do well I guess Disney, you know, any, whoever's making these Marvel movies, Mm -hmm. whoever it would be, would not be able to do this did we not have this, these first three seasons of, you know, the Infinity War saga. Yeah. And, like, because no one knows who these people are, but no one knew who... Sorry. I didn't I didn't mean that against like nerds everywhere and stuff like that. Like no one knows who these people are, but they're no not No one as knew about mainstream. the fucking Infinity Gauntlet no before these the, movies. No one no, knew about I mean, no, nobody. One, no one knew about the Guardians of Just the Motherfucker Galaxy. I mean, you and know, and that it, movie was incredible none and they worked it incredible. in there. Like
1: people like people like I'm like in most circles of groups of friends, I'm the resident like comic book nerd. Yeah, but there's it's not you're like not alone. Exactly, right? Like there's, there's people were asking me about like Guardians of the Galaxy, and I was like, yeah, but that's Marvel Cosmic. I don't, I don't mess with Marvel Cosmic. Like, because Marvel and Marvel Cosmic are actually kind of two different things. See, but they brought them together. Yeah, and, and it's glorious.
2: It's yeah, awesome. and it worked out great. And they would not have been able to do this had that all not been so perfectly successful. And it's it really is, and I know we've talked about this before, but that really is a modern marvel. And it, it, it it is like that, like it really is like you just said.
0: It has been perfectly successful. Yeah, sure. I, they've had movies that are a little less good than the others, but they're all good two. and fit in to the little puzzle that they yeah. have crafted. And in now whatever that way. the
2: whole time stream has been sort of fractured. They've got well, I mean, because when Cap went back through time, distributing all the Infinity Stones, like you don't know what the fuck he was doing back there. There's really yeah, I mean, no, time, do. There's he multiple was, de- he dimensions. He was and banging Peggy, and stuff. Peggy Carter. Yeah, but well, you know he was, was like she was having dementia.
1: the best sex of her life. Yeah, yeah, well
2: naturally, but still that changes things because she wasn't out doing other stuff, affecting and other. Neither mother. was I mean, Captain America. She was America. busy getting boned. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, was Captain? Uh, but okay, so, so it's that's just a theory. But anyway, like ripples, ripple effect. And so now they have, they can pull in this other thing. They can be like, yeah, WandaVision. We can, Mm. we can have, you know, all this other stuff. But apparently
0: these are all going to take place in our current continuity. Okay. And they tie into the movies, more so than any of our shows have thus far, because I, up to this point, Marvel TV and film have been run separately.
1: I mm-hmm. I was so hoping that like they could get their shit together for in game. It's just like okay, well we're a little light at the moment. We just need some help. Or like Thanos, like on Earth, and all of a sudden like he takes like a fifty cal round to the chest and is like, "What was that?" And then it's just like Frank Castle, like coming <laughs> up on, him, like just like yeah. like walking in like a stone cold badass. Just like, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?" And it's like, "Oh, this guy." Snap. Then he's then he's gone. Or, like, maybe, like, have something at the end of Luke Cage season two where it's like, it's like yeah, I defeated Bushmaster. All this stuff is good. I'm getting paid. What, what's going on? Dude, to be honest, yeah. I, I in, would have loved if that happened.
0: Defender series. I was kind of hoping for Frank Castle to show up the end in a similar way that Ice Cube showed up in Triple X3. Oh, my God. Yeah, that that's was right. The that Triple movie. Xing.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> that movie. God, I hate that, that movie.
0: No, but God. You had a good time though.
1: Yeah, it was okay. Were you I not
0: entertained? Time, no, I wasn't. Sometimes I was. I love those
1: movies. Uh, anyway, but, but uh,
0: no, they also introduced. Let's see, a Hawkeye series. Which don't care. I'm. I'm. I give Clint Barton his. Depending doom. on what does, I appreciate Clint Barton, but I'm kind of. Eh. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm. a little, little eh. bit in the middle of y'all here. I like. like I eh. like.
1: I like Jeremy. I like Jeremy Renner a lot. So
0: I'm gonna He does a, a good of, job with that role.
1: And yeah. it, Jeremy Renner's yeah. great in just about anything you can catch him in. I think he'll be really, really good. He was also like, you know, like in, in game when they gave him a little more meat, a little more gravitas mm-hmm. when he was playing Ronin, he was a stone cold badass. Um, yeah, he was. That was really, really good. And like he really sold it like when he went back to the farm, like after his family died and yeah. he'd gone for like six years and he was like, I can see my I can see my daughter. Yeah. And then, like he had to go back and it's like and like when he came back, it was like, No. Ah! yeah, Like and like he was but he realized like he had to do the job. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, Jeremy Render sells it. I think it'll be okay. I'm what I'm really hoping is they get like a whole bunch of D-list Marvel villains for him to take on. Cause once again, going back to Winter Soldier, one of my favorite parts about Winter Soldier was um the fact that they got Beltrock the Leaper. Yeah. As the first villain cap fights in the second movie. And I'm just yeah. like, like of all the Captain America villains you could pull, you <laughs> pull fucking Beltrock the Leaper. And that shows me like the guys behind these are like making them for the fans because like Beltrach the Lieber is like this odd gun running. Oh, I know. I know Euro trash villain. Who's like his whole thing is like, I smoke cigarettes and I kick people in the head until they die (laughs) or the balls. I don't care. I am Euro trash. He's, he's great. He's awful, but he's great. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping they get a whole bunch of D-list cab villains or D-list Avengers villains just so that Jeremy Renner can fight them because that's
0: great. <laughs> I'd be 100% okay with that.
1: Now, the thing I'm most excited about, like the the big thing, the What If series.
0: The What If series yeah. is going to be entertaining. It's animated,
2: but which that, is kind of ant to me, for, but That's true. You don't that's really going to help anime. with yeah. –
1: I think that's going to help with turnaround. It's also going to help like because – uh, Word around the campfire, like from the sources I have, which are not as, I'm sure not as nearly as reliable as yours, is um, that all the actors, because this is Disney Plus, it's a Disney Plus show, and Disney's got all that cheddar, mm-hmm. like, will be reprising their roles oh, in yeah. the animated, yeah. like, in the animated canon, like, Josh Berlin will come back as Thanos, yep. and like, you oh, know, like, so.
0: Well, the first big deal is going to – be the first episode or whatever is going to be if Peggy Carter became Captain America and went – underwent the procedure instead of Steve Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. And they're yeah. both coming back to replies, reprise their roles. I
1: can't – oh, my God.
0: I Chris just, Evans and yeah. – uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, the one that gets me is there's also a Loki show – I don't even know what the fuck they are gonna do with that.
1: It, that because could be I, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be the alternate universe. That's there, gotta be the alternate it timeline. It has
0: to be an alternate timeline. That's They've shown be the- screen or not screenshots, but concept art of him in the 70s. No,
1: it's gotta be the alternate timeline. Like, remember in where He Gets Away? Where he gets away with the Tesseract.
0: Yeah, yep. oh, it'll definitely be the alternate it's timeline. It's gotta be. But how does he get to the 70s? There was He's some leaked concept art of him because in the, the 70s. Tes- okay, the Tesseract. It's space.
1: Yeah, no, it's space. Meaning it can like I guess it could it can go back and forth in time.
2: Well, well there's also no, space, well, the space time stone. Well, there's space time though. They're related. Yeah. So space
1: and time could be related. Maybe he uses the space stone to get the time stone, and then he goes back to the seventies for no. some reason. Maybe it's gonna he's got...
2: end up like a um, like the fucking other DC show, the uh,
1: uh, with the
2: group that goes around. Oh shit! They go through time.
1: I uh, heroes of. Uh, God, what is the show called? I haven't watched it. In Henry a Zabrowski was in the first season. Um, I, can't, yeah. I can't remember. Digressing.
2: It's just going to be him trouncing through time. That Maybe would be, yeah, that exactly. would
1: honestly be pretty dope. Loki, Loki, <laughs> Loki and Ernest Hemingway Dude, team yeah. up to Dude, to I, all I, all do, different. I really don't Cost give a games. shit.
0: Whatever they are going to have Tom Hiddleston doing, like, give Legends it to me. Legends of Tomorrow. I'll watch it. There I'll watch go. it. Legends but the thing I was. Outside of Blade, that I was most excited about, and I'm excited to hear your take on this because you hate Iron Man 3 so much. I was not a fan of it. Is Shang-Chi. What I mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. The Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm -hmm. That, okay. With a real Mandarin as the villain. So it ties, like, and I don't give a fuck if it's retroactively because that's what all these X-Men movies have done, that's what Star Wars has done. That's just good writing, to me. That's what Fast and Furious has done. It's just good writing. It's called it's fixing, fixing it. it. Mm-hmm. And uh,
2: so I appreciated it. It if it's ties in the well. Ben Kingsley mm-hmm.
0: thing. There's a real Mandarin. Ties it all back in. I'd
2: be okay with yeah. that. because it would mean yeah. that Disney's listening. Because there's no way yeah. they had that before Iron Man Three was so long. Like yeah. I get that they no have way. plans no and way. stuff like that. No like, way. I I get you can plan a couple decades. You and know, sort of,
1: but you know. I
2: also think they've been planning to use what they acquired. Since yeah. season, I'm going to call it season one, has ended. Well, I mean, feel like the Mandarin's a good Doctor Strange villain. Do you
1: remember Yeah, he was. One yeah, though? he was. You guys, do you, you fellas remember the very first Marvel movie, Iron Man? There was that yeah. awesome reference to the Mandarin, like when he gets like like when he gets out, and then like cuts the like the, the, the lone survivor, and he has the tin rings. Yeah. And I'm just like, I was like, <gasps> no, the Mandarin. They're going to do Mandarin. No, no, they reference the Mandarin. They mess. They re- okay. They don't really mess reference the mandarin in so much as calling him oh it's the mandarin but there's like a, a shot of it yes yeah, a guy with tin rings and i'm like oh oh like and like because you know this is 2008 who's mm-hmm. going to see a marvel movie in 2008 am right. i right yeah uh, right. like i was like i was one of like six people in the theater who actually stumbled. I was like oh <laughs> so i was okay. like But uh, yeah, I would
2: really like to see them fix the Mandarin.
1: Um, I mean, I liked Ben Kingsley up until it was revealed he was a cockney actor. And even then, that was kind of funny. Uh,
2: Yeah, but I I liked the twist.
1: I did. Especially if they
2: pay it off. I didn't like God 10 years later. If they're going to make me watch that horrible movie again in order to like remember things that happened i guess they sort of no, remind me with the No but what they're going to do is they're going to make you want
0: funeral. to watch that movie again and that's why you're going to say fuck
2: you that is why i'm going to say fuck you but they're going to make you want it. I mean, because like yeah. Bing Kingsley
1: until the reveal, like I was just like, oh, yeah, no, this is Mandarin. This is this is really, really cool. And then like, you know, it's revealed like he's like this drunk, drug addicted, like actor and stuff. And like, he's like, yeah. like oh, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I'm like, OK, that's that's pretty that's pretty goddamn, I thought it was that's good. That's pretty yeah. goddamn funny. I'm not going to lie. And then when this guy appears, I was like, I'm the Mandarin. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. Shut
0: up. No.
1: Go back to Bing Kingsley. I like being Kingsley as the Mandarin.
0: But if they're going to bring a real one in. And who knows? Maybe it has been kingly, and it's get... all been a ruse this entire time. I doubt
1: it, but mm. I mean, you know, so are we going to you know, get Shang-Chi looks
0: We're like gonna... it's going to have promise who they yeah. got playing. That's Shang-Chi. what I was saying. I want them to get that Jet Li guy from once upon a time. Yeah, Mike mm. That guy knows his Kung Fu shit and Shang-Chi is supposed to be the master of Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. But does that not tie in to like. Fucking uh, Iron Fist, some way. Yeah, I think so. He's supposed to be. He's fin just Fang super Fung. strong.
2: He's got the Iron Fist. He's
0: not necessarily the best Kung Fu artist. He's just strong as fuck. No, he's got but. His-
2: but I'm sure he. Uh, I'm sure he's had run-ins or has heard the legends of Fin Fang Foom. Yeah, who is also oh involved God, with no. the that's who I want also or. want oh to my come God, in. Is, no, if they, it's if established
0: can- dragons. We've got the Mandarin. They're tied together. We've got the multiverse. It's mystical. Give us Fing Fang Foom. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's mystical.
1: I don't care. Like, you could have an entire movie of the Hulk fighting Fing Fang Foom yeah. for 90 minutes. It'd be like Godzilla. Like, no, it, straight it up. It'd be, be- like, it'd be like this. It's like, oh, no. Like, Fing Fang Foom's attacking. Where are the Avengers? Oh, I don't know. Fucking off on some kind of adventure. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bruce, I'm Bruce Banner. I'm going to try to help stop it. Like, like, he gets bitch slapped or something. And then, like, he becomes the Hulk. 80 minutes later, (laughs) fing, fing, boom, gets launched in outer space so
0: he can come back again. But, like, the Hulk's just like, yeah, I won. All right, you're under arrest. Dude, that was my biggest takeaway from Thor Ragnarok. That opening scene with the immigrant song and him fighting Suter and all that, it was great. But him running from that dragon as the opening credits popped up was one of the greatest moments in the MCU. Because not only did it look badass and totally metal as fuck, but... It confirmed that dragons exist in the M- MCU and they look badass, mm. which means Fing Fang Foom exists.
1: No, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, I'm with you, man. Fing Feng Foom, if Fing Feng is such a fun character that like, I think now because this is making Marvel can do no wrong, pretty much, they will make back their money 10 times over. Like they could do Fing Fing Foom, and Fing Fing Foom is such a weird, like silver agey, like monster of the week thing that it's great Uh, for our listeners who don't know. Fing Fing Foom is this Chinese dragon who is semi intelligent, depending on the writer, and um, his whole his sole purpose is to basically just fuck shit up. Well, but the Mandarin can turn
0: into him, right? The Mandarin him or something. it's
1: really weird. Um, so the Mandarin somehow can,
0: they're tied together. I the know Mandarin, that the they're
1: Mandarin uh, harnesses some kind of spirit of Fing Fang Foom, but then he also um, he can also transmute into Fing Fang Foom. Or depending on the, it's one of those depends on the writer situations where like, oh, he's an ally of Fing Fang Foom. He can like control Fing Fang Foom. He can turn into Fing Fang Foom. Sometimes the Mandarin just is Fing Fang Foom, or the Fing Fang, Fing, fang Foom and the Mandarin belong to the same cult. it's the silver age. The silver age was goofy. Let's just move on with it. We need more silver age stuff because silver age is awesome. How about that eternal show though? Anybody else?
0: Dude, I don't even know what to think of this. This is how I felt about guardians of the galaxy in 2013, but even less, I don't know who the fuck the eternals are. Okay. I know nothing about them,
2: but I know
0: nothing about them, but you guys made me really fucking love. Guardians of the Galaxy, right. and I had no idea who they were. Yeah. So bring mm-hmm. it on! I'll try it out. No, the
1: Eternal's, I don't give a fuck. The Eternals. Eternals I'll try it out. Basically, uh, Jack Kirby uh, like was really out of sorts with Marvel for a minute, so he went to uh, DC. That's uh, very well known amongst comic book nerds, mm-hmm. and he created these characters called the New Gods. The New Gods are basically you know, uh, Dark Side. Jack Kirby pretty much was the progenitor of Dark Side uh, in the uh, in the DC universe. He helped like you know like give that whole mythos weight and stuff. The Eternals in Marvel universe is when Jack Kirby came back and was like, well, I really like my new God's characters. Can I do something like that? And they're, that's ostensibly it. They're basically, um, mythical figures throughout history. Like I think the leader of this show is going to be Ajax and Ajax, of course, in Greek mythology was like the big swole son of a bitch who, um, like, you know, like was the strongest ever. And like, they're all like these mythical heroes, but they're, kind of like guides they are um they're, they're kind of cool when once again they're written correctly because i believe this was around silver bronze age kind of goofy kind of op they're not really r- relevant in comics anymore but they're they're, they're kind of cool they're really neat from a cosmic standpoint and i think uh, interactions with the regular marvel universe are going to be pretty neat um the next big Marvel thing I want to talk about is uh, so uh, they announced that a Fantastic Four movie is coming.
0: Loosely, yeah. he mentioned he's like uh, Kevin Feige was like, I he don't want excited. to talk anything about Kevin or uh, about Fantastic Four he got or excited. about those mutants. He, yeah, no, All no, but he like said
1: you know the uh, the, the little the, the little the little wink and the nod, just like, yeah. huh? Oh, you like that?
0: You like that? But it's common. No, exactly, because um,
1: uh, what? Uh, God, what? What was that awful show we don't talk about? Silverbolt was in it.
2: Inhumans is that? What
1: there there we go. Yeah, that one. Let's stop mm. talking. Um, <laughs> th- no, Inhumans was basically meant to replace the mutants. Yeah. Yeah. In the MCU. Kevin Feige's gone on record saying that was the case. Uh, The Inhumans bombed so hard, I can't even remember more than two or three episodes of it. It's done. It's not coming back. Black Bolt can get recasted. If you
0: want Inhumans, watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You get a better Inhuman story from that. Cool. Um, And it's a great show.
1: Yeah, but- he dropped the M word. Like we're getting an X-Men movie and okay. So, all right, boys. So, um, fantastic four, like, let's talk about this real fast. How do you think they're going to do it? Because the fantastic four on a much bigger example was the progenitor of all Marvel, man. Like fantastic four, Stanley, Jack Kirby came out swinging. Easy.
0: I'll tell you Easy. Like Easy. How were they going to do Astronauts to that were working on a space station during the fucking snap. It's already been uh, established that the snap created a level of celestial energy okay. unprecedented to uh, anything prior. Okay.
1: All right. All right. I like that. I like that.
0: They but were I on kinda- a space station uh, when that happened. Boom, just, bing, bang, boom, they get their powers. They bing, can
2: b- use the same thing to bring in their own Venom for the Spider-Man yeah. universe. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: yeah, I guess so. I, uh,
1: my whole thing is like, uh, the fantastic 4 were like kind of like the OG launchers of the original Marvel Universe. So- it's going to feel a little weird having them like kind of be like, hey, hey, look at us. We're the Fantastic Four coming in after all these movies have established everything else. It's going to feel a little weird, and hopefully they can do it okay. The Fantastic Four have kind of been coasting since the Galactus arc in the 60s.
2: Yeah. There I said it. Well, see, but they can, they can. I think Marvel can do Galactus way better. Oh, no, they have. Oh, yeah. oh been they been sir- done, so, I mean, I, they can do that. They can they do the whole Dormammu. annihilation thing.
0: Yeah. Dormammu and Thanos combined is basically Galactus. They, if they can do both of those separate they can do galactus they
1: yeah you have no
2: idea how and pissed you get I, silver surfer pissed
1: you, I, get... you have no idea how pissed i was in the theater during fantastic Four. Two oh i do I, I knew better i
0: didn't body micah
2: that shit was terrible I, I was, was as
0: pissed as you were i promise
1: you. i and i was like <laughs> what do you mean they turned him into a swarm oh cool yeah. oh that's a really neat thing they turned it into the helmet and he's back into a swarm of bugs my now. body micah yeah. as
0: soon as the credits rolled stands up it's Pitch quiet. So they turned Galactus into a fucking cloud? What the fuck?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah They did no, the same thing with so Parallax mad. in the fucking terrible-ass Green Lantern movie.
1: Don't talk about that one. I remember that one oh, so well. That's
2: right. Uh, uh nope. Uh, oh, Deadpool, uh, Deadpool went through and killed Ryan Reynolds, so that movie never God. happened.
1: Excellent, excellent, excellent. Oh, thank uh, you, Deadpool 2. Yeah, with, how, with, or no, like, first one. With, with the main villain and that one looking like the Elephant Man from the David Lynch film. God. Awful. So Although bad. that is
2: what he kind of looked like, like the villain looked like. Can you still but, love me? No, fuck you. No, <laughs> no, I'm, you. I'm just saying you. Yeah,
1: no, yeah, but um, no, I'm super excited about Fantastic Four. I'm hoping they do it correctly. I, I don't know. God, what would they start with? Like, who would be? The, well, of course, it'd have to do Victor Von Doom, Doom, right? Yeah, they'd have to do. They'd have to do Doom. Well, yeah, that's who we,
0: I think they could really build up and do a who? villain story with, Give because Victor Von to Doom to me is, Doom. is the best anti-hero. He's, he's a, the next Tony Stark. He, he, he's a little, the void's open. He's the but, next Tony Stark. But he's a little. He's a little rapey. A little R crazy. Rapey. He's a little rapey. But he. Uh, he's a little rapey, and but he means well. You know, At and I'm not trying rapey? to be an apologist Sue,
1: here. Sue, I love you. Sue, I love you so much. Victor, that's really sweet. I love but how I'm genocide with, I'm
0: with, I'm with, I'm is is less than rapey to you in today's standards. But uh because genocide is, genocide is hey, those, by hey, far are, hey, hey, genocide hey, those, is by far worse than rape. I will say that. We're hey, not making measurements, but it is hey, by hey, hey, far worse hey, than rape. Hey, hey,
1: hey, <laughs> hey, Professor mondoom dictator Mondoom had to get rid of a lot of the malcontents in Latvia, okay? So you know what they had to do, Latvaria. Like you know what they had to do? They had to get rid of all of those non-witchy people and get them out. Just get them out.
0: I'm just saying, if somebody came to me as like, "Hey, fell, your ass is going to be mine," but the Holocaust von happen, be like, "Okay, yeah." I mean, I'll I'll give up my ass for a night. If the Holocaust wouldn't happen, okay. I mean, you that's know? that's really good. We've Genocide of- is worse than rape. You know, I'm. I didn't mean for it to get to this, but <laughs> oh. it is. I, and man, Victor I was, Von Doom, but, buddy, is was, a great antihero to step into the Tony Stark shoes. But, buddy,
1: I was, uh, buddy, I was just pointing at, that, like,
0: you know, like his character, his characterization was a little problematic. <laughs> like, you know, like I was pointing at, like, the, like,
1: oh Sue, I love you so much. Like, I am so beautiful. Oh no, I am ugly, but I still love you so much. Victor, I'm with Reed now. I don't accept that. You, yeah. you love me. Yeah. No, that's a, little, that's a little problematic. I'm hoping they yeah. change that. Um, but now, Victor Von Doom could do it, or um, who's another Fantastic Four villain that could like potentially like, you know, be Plus, the starter. Like he's a Tony Stark
0: doom. level intellect, but he can figure out the, he also has, he also has magic. He also
1: has magic. Yes. Like, I know. I know Victor Von Doom. It's story. awesome. He's yeah, great. He's such awesome. a cool character like, and I can't wait, mm. but I'm just saying, uh, who aside from doom, like maybe they established Doom in the first fantastic Four movie. Who would be the main villain of the fantastic Four movie? If not
2: Victor Von Doom, to be honest, I'm not sure of a lot of fantastic four villains. Mole man. Well, Potentially man.
1: lame. Uh, it couldn't be Galactus. They got to save Galactus. Yeah, they I guess have so. to save Galactus. Well, because
2: since they're doing the whole Cree Scroll thing, or the sorry, Super Scroll. Oh yeah, Super Scroll super could scroll. work. Yeah,
1: I like Super Scroll.
2: Um, yeah. They um, sort of tried to do that in the second movie too. Kang, Kang right, could Cain show the up, the Conqueror. Kang could show up.
0: That'd be mm-hmm. really neat because well, prank- if it builds towards some big would, thing, they could have Silver Surfer show up as an as enemy in one movie, and, and then, then he turns, and you realize like, oh wait, there's a bigger
2: threat. No, no, he, oh. shows, up, he shows up as like a good guy. It's yeah. Like, hey, I'm here. Be like a hey, I'm here to tell you about what's really four. going on.
1: Like, maybe the Guardians, like, like, at the end of, like, a Guardians film. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, what the hell is that? They see just, like, a
2: streak going across. Yeah, and, it's,
1: and, it's, and, it's, uh, and it's Galactus and the Silver yeah. Surfer. And it's like, what the hell is that? Well, it's headed to Earth. Maybe we should go. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah no, that would be cool. But um, I'm really looking forward to a Fantastic Four movie. How are they introducing mutants?
0: I think it'll just be some too. offshoot of the energy surge from the, uh, the, lo- the blip
2: or the, the, snap, the snap, whatever you want to call it. I love the
1: snap. Yeah. It is such a good writing invention because you yeah. can do literally anything you yeah. want. Yeah. Techno babble your way through the explanation, and then there you go. Or yeah.
0: even it's something that has existed for years very successfully and secretly. I think that yeah. would be just well, as I cool. Mean,
2: okay. You start with a, oh my God, Captain America Magneto movie. Like, that would be because fantastic. of Dr. Ever-
0: X, like, they were super secret. He was able to just waft
2: something. It's like the X Men don't exist. Just did you did you ever watch I know you probably haven't. Did you ever watch X-Men Evolution? Oh, I did. I did sure, actually. Oh, I, <laughs> I did, did. Do actually watch that show. You what i You did watch I that? I did watch that. And I fucking loved that show. Excellent. good. X-Men, X-Men, so X-Men X-Men thank Evolution you for is, your assumptions.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> X-Men Evolution is uh, like when I was a kid, like it was on a good Saturday uh, like um the later days of Saturday morning, like I was starting to slowly get out of Saturday morning cartoons, but I would always tune in for X-Men Evolution because it was so good. It also helped that a lot of anime voice actors we're also in it. So like you had like all this like weird crossover stuff and I thought they did an excellent job with X-Men Evolution. It was so good.
2: So there's an episode of that where they flashback to the 40s and it's Wolverine Cap- and Captain America yeah. and Magneto. Did and you it's uh, I remember and this episode? Busting out of the fucking prison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cuz yeah.
1: Wolverine yeah, yeah, cuz like uh I I love I love it when they tie in shit like that like the fact that cap knows Wolverine, but not only by reputation, but by like looking at him in voice, like, uh, like one of the less shit versions of the ultimate universe was when it's just like when the, uh, ultimates that world's version of the Avengers was hunting down the X-Men for whatever reason. I can't remember. It was stupid. Um, they were just like, Oh, that's Jim Howlett. How, how do you know that name? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We just called him Lucky Jim. Like we, every time he got shot, he'd get back up. Like, <laughs> yeah. We were just like, we were like, oh, I guess it wasn't anything serious. And, and he, he was just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was on, D, yeah, he was at D Day with me. And like you know, like he, I thought, I thought he was dead for like five times. But like you know, there he was. He, he killed a whole bunch of Nazis with me. And I'm like, okay, so there's okay, how, Cap. Thank you.
2: <laughs> there's how you introduce the X Men is with a Hal and Wildcats movie. You get Cat back in the day with Dum Dum Dugan. I yeah. love yeah. that, that so group.
1: so badly because I love. Oh God, dude, dude! A Howling Commandos movie.
2: That's what it is. Yeah, Howling uh, Commandos. Oh
1: my God! Like, and then just like, what'd you call it? The Howling Cats. <laughs> the Howling Cats. Howling Cats.
2: Howling Commandos. No, yeah. I
1: would. Yeah, the Howling Commandos. I would love that so much. The only thing. The only thing I wish, like, maybe they like have like a Nick, like a white Nick Fury replacement.
0: Yeah, he's died. I I would love to see the white Nick Fury, not for some fucked up white supremacist (laughs) reason. I know it's a white guy saying he wants a white Nick Fury, not for that. Just because, well, David Hasselhoff was the original one. And I would love for them to even bring back David Hasselhoff just for the comic. I mean, I love Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. No, he's fucking perfect. He's even in the comic. But I would love for them to bring back. Assileha Fury. As I, no, I want to
1: see a white Nick Fury just from like a super spy perspective. Like yeah. know, Nick Fury in the like in the swing 60s. Yeah. Punching communists and fucking broads. Yeah, that's that's, that's right. all it was. Yeah. yeah. That's all it was. Cause like uh, Jim Sturango like did like beautiful artwork for him and like you know had all these like it, Nick Fury in the 60s is one of the He was James dope- Bond. He was James Bond yeah. who who was not afraid to drop acid. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. Like and like Samuel Jackson plays him like that gravitas of like, oh, I've been an administrator for so long, but I'm also not afraid to kick ass. And I love Samuel Jackson in anything. Let that man read a grocery list in front of a brick wall for three hours. I will watch it. But I really Potatoes. want another. Exactly. Yeah, just like. I want another. I, I would love to see like Nick Fury in World War II because Nick Fury, like the like Nick Fury's Howling Commandos. It's a really cool comic that not a lot of people know about. And it's such a cool show. It's such a cool comic. And, like, there's so many stories. A Helen Commando series? Yes.
2: Please. That'd be a great way. If if it was a movie, it'd be a great way to introduce the X-Men. They could be going on... So, a mission to like break Magneto out, or like something, or about like Web- yeah, X. they free the,
1: yeah, they free like the free the like they free like Holocaust, like uh, the entire film is building up, and then they like come and come, uh,
2: Yeah, it turns out that Magneto's uh, there, or yeah,
1: whatever. like uh, they free a concentration camp or something, and like yeah. it's like, what's your name, kid? Eric, yeah, and like yeah, yeah it's that and look. look it, and it's like, yeah, it's like, Lynch-er, Eric Lincher.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah,
1: Eric Lyncher, and then just have Michael Fassbender come back, yeah, as young Magneto. I don't care, he's so the good. best yeah. Magneto, so good. I love Ian McKellen. Yeah. Michael Fassbender's better. Um, I no. I just want to see Michael Fossbinder hunt down Nazis for an hour and a half with just, all just,
0: sixty of his teeth. Yeah, uh, with all sixty. That of dude's his got
2: teeth. a lot of teeth. Can oh, we oh, also run that for me? Can we also yeah. bring back Kelsey Grammer as Beast because that uh, that's was the perfect casting? So.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. like now, 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 that we're now that we're here, what's what's the perfect casting, man? Like, uh, t- take five X Men and like, what is your perfect cast? Oh. Like, what's that's rough, man.
0: Adrian, or Adam Brody.
1: Okay, for Adam, Adam Brody?
0: Adam what? Brody as Nightcrawler. Ooh, I love, oh, okay. Ooh, I like okay. that, I All like right.
1: that. No, Tom Hardy as Wolverine. He's Tom short. Hardy as Wolverine. He's, no, Tom Hardy's Wolverine, he's short, he's bulky, he could carry it.
0: I like this Bagel Boss guy that's come out recently as Wolverine.
2: Bagel Boss?
0: You know. You're five feet. Oh, People guy. tell you uh, <laughs> you need to kill guy. yourself. No, fuck that guy. Yeah. that guy needs to be the new Wolverine. No, fuck that guy. Nah, I'm, I'm saying Tom. <laughs> I'm saying Tom Hardy is Wolverine. I
1: think I can perfect. see Tom Hardy as Wolverine. He's, he's, he's okay. built. He's built like a brick shit house. He's short, and he plays angry very well. Like watch the movie Bronson. He can play. He can yeah. play like Psycho killer yeah. really well. Um, who, who who who's Scott Summers? I think James Marsden. Zach Efron. Mm. Zach Efron. Oh my God, that is perfect. Okay. What and
0: and then I really like keep the uh, Sansa Jean Grey. Yeah, I like she's she's so great for that. She's like the hottest young redhead. She's doing right now. She's
1: doing. She's doing great. Um, I, uh, I did actually get a like a fun little rip of Dark Phoenix. That's not a good film, but that's not her fault. Yeah, I think she did. No, she's
0: doing a good
2: job with those movies. Uh, She did the best. None of them are good, but it's not her fault. I wish I could have been excited or even wanted to see Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I've not Uh, seen it. I don't want to. That's why I didn't pay for it. Yeah. Speaking of those '90s cartoons that we were talking about, like Dark Phoenix, the whole Dark Phoenix saga was. Crazy good, and it was built up to over, like, three seasons. And Uh you had the original Phoenix Saga, which they've sort of kind of, like, meh. Just like poo-pooed over I mean, in the second. Uh, and th- see, like- the,
1: see the gr- glorious thing about like you know like Marvel actually getting like Fox all these different properties is they can retcon, they can yes. do whatever they want. And also all, all this
0: cosmic, all this cosmic shit is already set up. Yeah. So yeah, whatever you weird like that? you yeah, want to do Venom, thing. you want to do Venom, over. you want to do Dark Phoenix, you want to do Galactus, you want to do Silver Surfer. Yeah, you it's all to start over. this cosmic bullshit is already set up. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't yeah, have to have any intro movie. It's already done. No, Just throw in the weird bullshit.
1: Ego, for God's sakes. They did Ego. Yeah. Which
0: is one of the weirdest fucking things in the entire MCU. (laughs) And they literally did him as a planet. Yes,
1: they showed him as a goddamn planet. It worked. It's because Kurt Russell has more credibility than, you know. But it worked. Also, (laughs) Kurt Russell is awesome in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, to tie it back to the first thing. He's so good. Um, But, yeah, no. Ego was...
2: Speaking of. Yeah,
0: speaking of, let's talk about this. I need to wine this fucker this is in not, here.
2: This is not really speaking of. We've covered we, everything, we've but Kennedy yeah, speaking here. of,
0: I grabbed this simply because you remember drinking with me that winter white from oh, Anderson Valley and how delicious it was. I, yes, I, I grabbed remember. this because of this. Riverside Wine and Spirits. looking at on manufacturers Road. Just got this in, and it is the Anderson Valley Salted Caramel Aged in was it whiskey barrels, bourbon barrels, bourbon barrels, wild turkey whiskey. bourbon barrels, wild mm-hmm. turkey bourbon barrels, and it's only six percent. So it's a beer that you get would be kind of heavy, but it's only six percent. So you can drink that heaviness and not get trashed. You can, but, you can but have it's still got water. that
2: sweetness that yeah. their winter ale had. I was gonna. Say, I was wondering what the ABV yeah. was. Six percent's not. Crazy.
1: No, this is not crazy. This is one of those things I like about uh because we're starting to get into it. Um, we actually have Oktoberfest coming out at Beverage World right now. Stop in and see us. Ooh,
0: yeah. Um yeah, Oktoberfest are out. Uh, it's October Fester, and it's it's kind of as of us recording this, it's still fucking July. It's actually
1: really kind of it's mildly disconcerting. No, my beer salesman uh told me that uh I there will be pumpkin within a week. And I'm like, all right, send me a case. I'm not sure when I'm going to like actually buy some, but I, will I, I, I will, I will buy, uh, I'm going to buy it. The instant it comes out. I fucking love pumpkin. Yeah. Um, but, um, it's, it's fucking July and we're getting Oktoberfest now because Terrible. people like, because people like to, um, you know, have, have that shit. Like they want to get it out. It pretty soon. It's going to be like a year round thing. And that's fine. Cause dark lager is dark lager. Dark lager is good at any time of year, but like something heavy like that, Something that is supposed to be heavy. Look at that. Look at that fucking thing. It's supposed to be dark and rich and decadent, and it tastes all those things, but the ABV is really, really low. One of my favorite beers is called Pomcino. It's a coffee-based pumpkin stout. It sounds
2: pretty good. It's
1: basically a pumpkin spice latte with beer. It's super, super good, and it's only 6.8. You can drink an entire bottle of it and just be...
2: You don't, Fine. you don't usually see, especially with this being barrel aged. Yeah. You don't so see a lot of relatively extru- low ABV barrel aged beers. No, the whole point
1: is like, cause I mean, um, barrel aged beers are one of those hit or miss things for me. Uh, in all honesty, I, I love a barrel aged beer, uh, mainly because like it, it's all it, it, if it's done correctly, it's almost like drinking liquor, but mm-hmm. not really. Mm-hmm. It, it needs to have the undercurrent of the liquor but you're still drinking a beer. That's uh, why I really succeeds. like this. You, yep. This succeeds. A it lot of times
2: a- with like those Kentucky, the those Kentucky bar- bourbon barrel aged ones, like that's just it, it's too bourbon much. Soda.
1: It's bourbon soda. Yeah. It is straight up bourbon soda. It dog. really is. Like I'm not a big fan of KBB. The coffee stout is okay, um, but most of the time I'm not really big on KBB. I understand why people like it. I'm not that big of a fan this has the right balance. This is correct. It's like, or, uh, or the victory at sea barrel aged. I, I'm not a fan mm. of that
2: one either. And I love regular victory at sea. Um, this is good. Cause you, you still get that salted caramel flavor mm-hmm. and then no, it's but- just sort of enhanced oh. by that bourbon. Yeah. It's not the forerunner. It's,
1: it's got the, uh, I can tell now, now that you mention it and now like a little bit of like the lower ABV, like aspects are coming out a little bit more. Um, It's not as thick or as heavy as one might think, with uh, like, it's actually a little thinner than I realized at first.
2: Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's still dark as fuck, but it's like, it's got that dark caramel ruby ish almost. Yeah, no, it's got that
1: ruby red vibe to it. The thing about, uh, the fun thing about that is, like, it does have a slight uh, crispness to it. Yeah. um, That is, like, it's basically just telling us. You know, yeah, this is not super high ABV. Can, can we help you?
2: He's he'll get there. Okay.
1: Even an officer? No. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not driving home. Um, uh, it's very surprising, as flavorful it is as it is, to be that low on the uh, spectrum of ABVs. Um, it it's not super thick, which is kind of telling of its ABV, honestly. The uh, like, because the thicker of the beer in like that usually denotes like it's going to have higher alcohol content because more malt went into it. Ergo, the proteins, the alcohol that that's what that is. Um, but yeah, no, this is really, really good. I don't even like wild turkey that much. And this is Same, yeah. pretty fucking yep. tasty. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I like that it's 6%. Out. It allows you to enjoy it without mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. kicked on your ass.
1: Exactly. You can drink that entire yeah. fucking bomber yeah. and still be okay. Like it's, uh, and that's not a substantial not to drive
2: necessarily. Depending not, on the person. I but mean, yeah. you know,
1: you could. I mean, I could. I could probably crush that one and not be sick and like enjoy. Uh, yeah, like, enjoy yeah, like.
2: like- Two beers?
1: It's
0: not that much. yeah. yeah. Two and a half it's half beers, yeah, it's, it's a fine. Yeah, yeah man, be throw, be on, fine.
1: Uh, throw on throw uh, on some Thessalon, uh, you know, some Thessalonius monk, and you know, like you know, like uh, pour myself a glass of this. Maybe read a light novel. I don't know. Like paint some Warhammer miniatures. Yeah, that that'd be good. <laughs> okay, all right. You know, uh, no, got my cabassier right here. No, um. <laughs> But that's really tasty and surprisingly good for something that's as low ABV. Like usually when a stout like starts drifting below like a certain point on ABV, I'm not a big fan. There are a few on the lower end. Uh, but to me, if a stout is not thick and dark and just like chewy, it's like drinking dark water. It's not fun. Uh, this is still really good on flavor, and uh, while it is kind of thin, it's it's in a good
2: way. It's, the barrel, the bourbon barrel aging, kind of helps with that body. Oh, I agree,
1: absolutely, one hundred percent. There are very few lower ABV stouts that I enjoy. I'm gonna say this is one. The Anderson Alley Boys can. Once again, I'm They do good work. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I am Hornet since 1987. I'm much, much more familiar with them for their Gozas and their Sours because they crush it every single time. Like their Anderson Valley, that Anderson Valley Goza. Mm-mm. Mm. But this.
0: I became a fan of them with their, their winter ale this mm-hmm. past year. I
1: have not had winter ale was good. I Like I can't wait, man. Like, you know, fall, fall and winter. That's yeah. for
0: drinking. I love right. me fall and winter beers. But uh, I'm going to wrap this shit up. We've hit, I think, like two hours at this yeah, we, point. Yeah,
2: we, we definitely Yeah, we've been it, going for
0: a minute. It's mm-hmm. been a good rant. But, uh, it, yeah, been it's wrong. been a good time. Yeah. Uh, you got anything, any comedy shit coming up?
1: Anything? Oh, uh, no, no, no. I'm uh, I'm just uh, quietly praying that I can make my uh, beloved DragonCon vacation. Uh, fingers crossed, people. Uh, the Sheraton where I was staying, uh, got hit with some Legionnaires disease you might have seen it on the news oh
0: shit
2: Shit
1: yeah that's fine and they say they're going to open on August 11th as of this recording it is the 30th of July hopefully hopefully they are open and ready for business before con if not I don't get to go and I'm going to be wretched for a
0: week Mm -hmm. so well if they are open and you're going down there can I send you with a camera
1: you know, I was actually going to broach the subject off the air, but absolutely, buddy. Fuck yeah! Because I'm going to. All right. Because I'm going to. Because I'm going to be cosplaying, but at the same time, my cosplay is not that great, so not. I don't get stopped for pictures. Dude, anymore. I'll see you, you with a who camera. Who we'll
0: have some shit to play on
1: air here. Uh, I'll be Casey Jones. I'm going to be doing a random <laughs> Men in Black agent. I'm actually working on the gun right now. Check All my right. Instagram okay. if you want to see. If you want to see that picture, it's going to be cool. I do. Um, and then there's also what was that? third costume. Oh, yeah. John Marsden from Red Dead Redemption.
2: Hell, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that, that's good.
1: Yeah, I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out the wolf scars. I just need to get the pants, and then I am done, but it's going to be fun. But, yeah, send me down with a camera for Dragon Con. I will film and shoot, and uh, yeah, it'll it'll be fun.
0: Fuck, yeah. yeah. Well, All on right. that note, uh,
2: anything you got coming up, Jared? Um, yeah, I got some time off of work coming up soon. Yeah? So, uh, yeah, I'm off about We'll call it almost half of August. So Damn. I'll be around. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, other than that, we've got a
0: live show we're working on with Jared at Big River, potentially. Uh be there at some uh, Not like a super live show. It's kind of a test run for some shit, but if you guys are fans, you can show up.
2: Coming up soon. Uh, also, also, real quick, uh, we're about to tap a Blackberry Weiss, which is awesome. We also have a bourbon barrel-aged Bach. Um, it's essentially our winter's nip. Aged in Chattanooga whiskey barrels for three months. Ooh. Pretty damn tasty. And, uh, yeah, a couple other things. We still have our Margarita Goza, and we now have a Summer Wheat on as well.
0: Which, and speaking of, Chattanooga Brewing Company also has a fabulous Carolina Goza on right now that's pretty fantastic. But other than that, get on down to Riverside Wine Spirits every Friday and Saturday, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., Fridays, they got their growler promo going on. You can get a little discount on growlers. Learn about the growlers. Taste the growlers. Take home some growlers. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, do the same thing with wine. And then they've got some cheese and stuff like that. You can pair it down there with. It's it's a real good time. You can do that. Grab that. Hit the grocery store. Get some stuff for a barbecue. Have a great garden party or, like, little uh, backyard affair. Whatever you want to do, it's a good time. But, uh, yeah, other than that, go check us out at the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com. And then check us out at brewchat.com. And that's brewchat with two, two words, two Ts across the board, people. That's Twitter, Facebook, everything, at brewchat with two Ts. And then uh, do you? you don't do... Super social media. What's your Instagram here? Where can they follow you?
1: Uh, TH3 underscore uh, Grigo. That's G-R-I-G-O. And uh, look for me on Facebook. It's under Scott Samuels. You know, I have a Twitter, but it's long since it's been abandoned. I just use it to, like, follow, like, professional wrestlers. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's me.
0: Cool beans. And, uh, yeah, it's been a good time. Thanks for coming, Scott. Thanks for, coming. Thanks for, Thanks for having here. me. It's guys. been a good time. Yeah, and uh, good yeah, time. this has been episode two hundred three. It's weird that we're in the two hundreds. It's it really is. weird, but, but it's episode two hundred three mm-hmm. of the Brew Chat Podcast.